is what I have instead of coffee. Welcome to Box Press Radio. I'm Dan. I'm Zach. And you're here in person. I am. I have made my great return to Indiana after several years. We were we were going to talk about MMOs and do MMOs Part 3, but we have been playing a lot of the space games, and we want to talk about space. Yeah. I mean, that's that's pretty much all we have been talking about lately, so it seems um, like a good topic. So, we've been playing a bunch of them. I really, really got into them. I ordered a flight stick and HOTAS system. Like a throttle and flight stick. Um, I got the Thrustmaster, which is the best name ever, by the way. That is kind of uh, sixteen thousand M, which I don't know what that means. But it sounds cool if you it, put numbers after it, right? Yeah, a bunch of them, and it's <laughs> it's like the most like popular. Um, I guess a lot of people that play Star Citizen they order two of the flight sticks. They don't do the throttle. That actually makes a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah. But like, I like the throttle because I. Like, I've driven a lot of boats, and I like the idea of, like, throttle up to go fast. I'll be honest, now that you say the idea of having two of the joysticks is actually, I think that would be better for me. Probably. I think that would definitely be more... I can see why it would be better, because you don't need... The the problem with the throttle is you've got three, what is essentially a D-pad. Like, three different configurations of a D-pad, where one is, like, the top of a rook, like a crown. And then one is, like a cone like a christmas tree yeah and one is just like a straight up thumbstick and then you've got like a fire button but why wouldn't you just want a joystick with the three buttons i mean i wouldn't even mind having a joystick with more buttons like that's not really the problem for me i think it's just especially the way you have to move around in space games i think i could wrap my head around the two joysticks more See, i i like like it seems like it would be harder I feel like the throttle would be easier. The throttle is easier. But I think I could grasp the joysticks better. Okay, so the thing I like about the the single joystick, though, is if you want to, like, twist your ship, I, I guess you would call it the yaw or yeah. pitch, you twist the joystick. I hate that. You hate it? Yeah, I don't... I don't See, like I like it because I can be going forward and left and also twist. I mean, I guess I'd have to try it because I don't think I've ever had it. And then it, I can adjust joystick. my speed independently. See, I think that's kind of why I want the two joysticks is because my mindset, when I started working in real 3D space, like not Doom or Descent, I was doing like Halo. It was all Xbox. So I'm used to the the two joysticks, the two thumbsticks thing. And I can easily think about that better. I don't know. I I get the dual thumbstick like for like a dual stick shooter yeah but for a space game like and it makes sense for different games like it definitely makes more sense for star citizen from what i've seen because their ships are set up that way right but like in elite you have a throttle and you have a joystick yeah so the single joystick makes sense there so i think it's more based on the game because like in elite you don't necessarily need to, like, spin your ship around a ton. You've not seen me play that. I mean, you can. That's de- that's just how I fly. Like, I'll jump to a planet, and I'll spin my ship to fly over the sun and fuel scoop. Mm-hmm. But it's a minor adjustment. Like, I twist the stick for, like, a second, and I'm there. So, I my playstyle is very mechanical when I'm just doing, like, trade routes. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just watching YouTube, and everything's pretty much auto. But when I'm really playing, like, you've seen me, like, I don't use the auto anything. I don't use my flight computer assists, right. nothing. I just like to 
fly like a goddamn maniac, and it's one of the reasons I love that game, because it's very easy to do that. Yeah. Um, and I got good at it. Like, that's that's part of the fun for me. So I think, yeah, I don't know. I think the two joysticks would just be I mean, I'm not saying it doesn't work. Aspect. Plus the idea of having... Like, I know you have the same buttons, but the trigger's in the same spot. You know, I feel like you one, would, two. I feel I like know. you just wouldn't get a lot of use out of the second joystick in Elite. I don't know. I feel like it would serve a single purpose. The way that I would use it would probably be like... Because you've got... Unless you want one to go up and down and one to go left and right. Well, I, mean, I, I would probably set it up similar to the throttle, where one is like accelerate, deaccelerate, and the other like, ones move around. I don't know. Because there is a throttle on the... On the joystick, mm-hmm. underneath the stick itself, on the base. Yeah. So you could like slide it up, but you wouldn't be able to adjust it while you're moving the stick, unless you take your other hand off the other stick. Don't know. I'd have to play around with it. Some. Yeah. Because I, I haven't. I honestly haven't used a joystick since we got like so we the should s- standard one from Microsoft Flight Simulator right. back in like ninety. We should mention the games we're going to talk about are. Uh, Elite Dangerous, which is the one both of us have played the most of, I think. I think that's what's really kickstarted this whole yeah. phase lately. Um, and then Rebel Galaxy Outlaw, and then you've played some Star Citizen Star and Citizen. X4. Uh, yep, X4. I've actually, I have a few other, like, space-type games. Um, I mean, I there's No Man's Sky as well. And No Man's Sky. And I also have a lot of nostalgia. I know that I've told you some of these games remind me heavily of, um, like, Freelancer. Yeah. It's like, I've been doing the space games. Well, they were thing. all based on that. Yeah, yeah, and I've been doing space games for, as well, I guess since they were 3D, because I've seen some of the, uh, yeah. the real early attempts at space games, and well, I'm not the, interested. The only <laughs> other space game I've really played that I've played any amount at all is EVE, which is great. I played a little bit of that. But, but I got tired of spreadsheets really fast. Yeah. I played that for all about an hour, and I then I uninstalled it. I, yeah, I know, I know people will probably be upset about this because I know Eve has a, a rather big fan base that are pretty dedicated to that game, but that game is awful, and I don't know what you guys are doing. It's I, I, I can't get into it's it. It's a not fun game compared <laughs> to the other space games, in my opinion. But it's a much more in depth game for people that want to live out their space fantasy. Actually, you know what? I, I don't. I think I have an easier time looking at that game if I don't... It's not a space game. It is a shitty space game. It is a fantastic economics game. Yeah, it's an economic simulator. Yeah, if you're into an economic simulator, okay, I could see how that game would be really appealing. Because there's very little space involved. And yeah, the space is just kind of the aesthetic. So if you're thinking about it as a space game, I don't like it. It it, It could have been a medieval, like... Kingdom Simulator. Diablo could work could be anything. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It it really wouldn't make any difference. I think the Um, first anything close to a space game that I ever played was Descent. mm -hmm. Which, I mean, you know, that was the first time I ever had to try to, like, fly around in 3D space, because it was just as confusing. I mean, like, like I played played some Star Fox on Super Nintendo. It was a little bit later, I think. Yeah, I didn't play Descent, but... Yeah, I didn't play a whole lot of I Star played Fox. Star Fox. We played a little bit of multiplayer, and then Pilot Wings. I never played that one. I played some Pilot Wings. I played a lot of Pilot Wings sixty four. That one I really got into. And you also played a lot of the Star Wars games too. Uh, yeah, like the... I got really into Rogue Squadron on the Nintendo sixty four. I played a shitload of that, but that's not that that equates to the dogfighting part of it, where you have the three D space for sure. Yeah, it's not a space, but it doesn't simulator. It, it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't encompass any of the sim part 
of that. Because essentially what these games are is they're part civilization and part dogfighter. Well, I think what it amounted to is to is that we had to get to where we are. Right? Like you had to have the dogfighting space simulator first, and then you had to have RPGs develop in their own way. Yeah. And open world games had to become a thing. Right. And that allowed space games to evolve to being, you know, playable. Well, so and these games are <laughs> like these games are really accessible though from a development standpoint because you can basically instance every planet. Yeah. So it's not that different than having, you know, 10,000 players in Guild Wars. They're all in their own instances. There might be 10,000 players in 9,500 instances. You know, I, I found it really funny when you started playing Elite because you only did the offline. Yeah, and, I still only play offline. And I never thought about it. I realized I've been playing that game for like a couple of years now. And uh, I've only ever played it online because I don't think I've ever seen another player ever in my life until not only you played, but I had to use the fuel rats. And, right. And we'll get to and that in a moment. When you go certain places, that. there's a lot of people. I've never seen anyone. So when I've seen go, a lot of other NPCs. So like, there's other the ships, for sure. Here's the thing, is when you... Like, I watch a lot of the YouTube videos for that game. And most of the players congregate around certain systems, and they congregate around certain mining systems. So there's places where there are discounted ships that you can purchase. Yeah, I have realized there's specific places to buy stuff. Yeah. So, like, there's a specific space station where you can go that is a memorial to the original Elite main character. Uh, And all the ships are 10 or 15% off. Yeah. And every ship is available. So you either have to max out all of your pilot ratings to Elite, or been one of the pre-order fundraiser backer things. Kickstarter or whatever. Kickstarter, yeah, thank you. You have to be a backer, like, pre-order person in order to get access without you know, earning your way into that station. Um, and, like, visiting the soul system where Earth is. That's another thing where you have to max out one of your reputations to elite for, like, combat or trading or... Um, what's the other one? Economics. Yeah. Um, you have to max one of those out before you're able to actually visit the soul system. Which I'm getting pretty close with, um, I'm, I'm getting up there quickly with trade. So you've been doing a lot of trade. I did some trade, and then I started doing a lot of mining, because I figured out how it worked. I have not figured out how it worked, and yeah. I, I never really cared to, because I was doing fine with trading. Yeah, and courier missions are actually really good. Yeah. Like, you can, you can max out rank, and you can max out your money to, like, buy whatever you want to buy, um... Probably in like eight or ten hours of gameplay, just by doing courier missions. I, I think the the only reason I really didn't play Elite more was because of the fact that I really want more of a like I'm a big Star Trek fan, so I want more of a space simulator than combat. And it's really right. upsetting because even the Star Trek Online game was more really like it seemed very linear and then combat based, and I didn't really feel like I was just part of Starfleet. You it know? was more MMO than it was Star Trek, right? 
Yeah, so I mean that's one of the appeals I had about Star Citizen yeah. because it it's trying to incorporate the like everything aspect. Yeah, they want you to do all aspects of space everything. And I'm a big fan of that. So. Yeah, and I still want to check out Star Citizen, but they have some serious bug issues. Yeah. Um and I'm really interested. So, you know, speaking of like immersing yourself in this, you showed me today the voice attack mod. Yeah. Where you can basically command your ship and get feedback from it via voice with voice packs like William Shatner and I forget his name, the guy that played uh, Data on uh, Data. Star Trek. So Data was Brett Spinner, and then there was yeah. one, uh, Michael Dorn, who was Worf. Yeah. Um, there's one chick, I'm, I'm really there's sorry from, that I can't uh, understand her name, but she was the... Uh, the empath on Next Generation. There's also somewhat a woman from Babylon Five and another one from Red Dwarf. Oh, and also Q from Star and Trek Q, as yeah. well, which may hands down be the best one, probably the funniest one, just for its comedic value. Like hundred percent. I, I feel like it's not worth having as your solo voice pack. It's going to be my solo. I feel start like for sure. I feel like you need to have it combined with two or three others for the interaction. I'm definitely going to have uh, Q and. Uh, and uh, whatever the one want, for William Shatner. Yeah, is. I want Q and Shatner, and I want um, Worf. I think was the other one. You know who I would really like? And I, you're not a big Star Trek fan, but um, the Doctor from Voyager. I want him as a voice pack so bad. Um, honestly, I don't. There's been so much news with Star Trek. I don't know if he just died or if he was just in an interview somewhere <laughs> so no that's so, a really weird <laughs> i'd like some of the weird ones like i'd like the ship from um outer worlds yeah i forget her name the the ship's ai yeah the ship's yeah, ai from I outer worlds really didn't like her so i didn't i mean she wasn't her dialogue was great yeah i didn't really like her voice or personality i want the dialogue the dialogue was fantastic yeah. actually if you could give me, um, like, uh, what's, what's her name, uh, uh, little Tina or whatever from Borderlands. See, Tiny I don't Tina. want that. I don't want to listen to that no. all the time. Because, well, or maybe not her voice. I mean, me, I want it. But I understand. I, I don't want but that But, like, all the time. Borderlands level dialogue, I absolutely want. I'd be okay want. with, like, Lilith. There you go. That's um, what I'm saying. Because the dialogue in those games is yeah. always. And like, like, I could listen to that forever. I, I would enjoy a voice pack from, uh, gosh, what is it? Uh, Cortana. Yeah, you know what? I don't even know. That seems like kind of a gimme. Like, how do they not have that? I don't know what her name is, so I don't know that they don't. Because I don't know whoever. Yeah, I don't know the is. voice actress's <laughs> name. <laughs> look um, real quick. But like Cortana from Halo seems like kind of a gimme as far as space travel AI names. You know, you know what was really um, upsetting. Speaking of Cortana, is the fact that they tried to do the, like, Apple thing on Microsoft and add Cortana to your computer. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I should be more excited about that, but I really hate it. Well, you should feel better because they killed it. Yeah. Well, I mean, good. They they murdered Cortana. And it's just, it's so upsetting because, like, you got me so psyched up with just the name. Like, come on, man. I mean, it happens. Murder AIs. It, it's just a thing. <laughs> you can't get too attached. Um... But no, there's there's a ton of good AIs. Um, I, I think we can all just be grateful that they didn't do a uh, what's his face the Danger Will Robinson robot. Oh God, None of, nobody wants that voice. So are you talking about new or old Lost in Space? Either one. 
Because I haven't seen the new one. I know the old one's irritating. Yeah, the new it, one is way different. It's still irritating. <laughs> All he really says is Danger Will Robinson. Um, it's uh, Jen Taylor. Okay. She also does uh, Zoe and Left 4 Dead. Uh, Princess Peach, Toad, and Toadette in various Mario games. I'd like uh, Emmy Jones, and I think is her name. She did Tails in Sonic. No, I don't, I, I'm already not on board. I mean, I like her voice. All I know I've is that... I've heard her other voice work. I, Tails was my... Well, I it kind of went back and forth between my first and second favorite because I love Knuckles. Um, but I, I was in love with Tails all the way up until... They gave him a voice, and then I haven't liked Tails since. I mean, I, I would like her to do a voice. Uh, obviously, we can't listen to it now. Yeah. But she does a lot of voice acting, um, and she's pretty versatile. Like, I, she's done a bunch of other voices, and I apologize. Like, obviously, the one everyone knows is Tails. Oh, yeah. I was going to um, what else she does. I saw Ag- Agar, what, I don't know. The one above that, I can't remember what that show is called. Oh, Agaruzzo or something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. That yeah, show is kind of funny, but I never watched much of it. Yeah, she she's done a shitload of um, just really, really good voice acting. And she's kind of a cool person from what I've seen on Twitter. Um, Ron Jeremy charged with four counts of sexual assault. I feel like that's not yeah, possible. That's not... Well... Like no, I I would say that's not news. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that seems like yeah, yeah. That's more like how many times has that happened as something I would read on his Wikipedia page? Well, also, like... <laughs> literally a porn star. <laughs> I'll reserve judgment until I learn more. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. I don't know. Sorry, Twitter trending bullshit. <laughs> um, trying to look at the tales voice actress and. Fucking Ron Jeremy's trending, and I'm like, why the fuck did he die? Um, nope, apparently he sexually assaulted someone, which seems like an oxymoron. That's kind of his job. Bad joke, I'm sorry. Um, anyway. Bad day and age for everything. Yeah. <laughs> so, alright, so this all this whole thing that we've been doing lately started when you finally bought a copy of Elite. And I'm kind of interested to know what got you there, because I have been trying to get you to play that game for a while. So I, I have been playing World of Warships. Yeah. We watched a video from the Mighty Jingles, where him and his wife Rita were doing just like a talk show, mm-hmm. and then I showed you one of his Warships videos. He also does Elite Dangerous videos. And I was like, man, that looks really fun. I want to try the Courier stuff. Like, I, I like the docking and... Like, everything looked really cool, and it was on sale for $7. Which helps. Yeah. Yeah. And I bought a copy for Andrew, so he can join us, um, because two weeks later it went on sale again. Um, but no, I was like, oh, I can get everything. It cost me $7. I'll play it for two hours, and if I hate it, no skin off my back. Sure. No big deal. Yeah. Um, so I was like, fuck it. I'll try it out, and I fucking loved it. It's... It feels extremely immersive to just sit there in your cockpit and tell the ship what to do, and it, it's very, it lets you do what you want. 
it does it's got this really nice balance which i feel like a lot of games of any genre try to get and they always get it wrong which is it's a very rules heavy game there's yeah. rules about everything everywhere flying can be very complicated you, you can get speeding tickets there's all sorts of stuff but the rules don't get in your way and so it creates this like it, it gives a legitimacy to the universe that you're flying in while simultaneously going, yeah, do whatever the hell you want. Yeah, which is great. And like, I haven't made it to to fleet carriers, obviously, and it's just a huge time and money sink. Uh, you basically need to have like it's like eight billion or something. You like need that. to have like eight million per month to pay for the ship upkeep. Yeah. Um, and the thing is, it might be eighty million. It's it's a lot. No, I think it's like eight billion to buy one though. It, it is. It's expensive. Um. But the thing is, when you start looking at some of the the mining alone, like you could spend an hour mining and pay for a month of ship of fleet carrier fees. It's kind of weird because you'll see everything in the game that you want to work towards and everything in that game that's cool and see how ridiculously expensive it is compared to what you're making. And then you realize as you play the game, like the more you level up There's ranks, exponential growth. Yeah, you just you you go quickly. Like my early missions were like, do this and you'll get like three grand. It's like great. How much is the ship I want? Don't worry, it's only like a hundred and sixty grand. And I'm like, this is gonna take a while. And then you level up a couple of times, and, and now you do you're doing one mission that costs that. Yeah, or it, pays that. Yeah, now right. you're getting easily fifty to a hundred thousand. Yeah, I just mean, a Kyrgyz run to like doing, a system over. Yeah, I'm doing. <laughs> 150k reward courier missions that take me literally one jump and there's no cargo and then if i do cargo missions i'm getting half a million credits for one to two jumps for three to four pieces of cargo and they're legal it's legal cargo it's not like you know yeah anything that you would get pulled over for well not pulled over but exploded for um and it's not hard to get around that either so the police will scan you. They'll scan your ship and be like, you've got illegal cargo. And you can equip your ship with things to deal with that sort of thing. So you can be like, I'm going to run illegal cargo. I'm going to be a, uh, what do you call it? Um, smuggler? Or? Yeah, smuggler. Thank yeah. you. Just totally blanked on that word. Um, I was going to say space pirate. Totally different thing. <laughs> um, I'm going to be a smuggler. I'm going to put heat, heat sinks on my ship. And it, not only that, you don't even need them. If you manually fly your ship to dock into a space station, you can fly in before they're able to scan you. Or you can just run a heat sink, and when they scan you, you drop a heat sink, and it doesn't matter. Yeah. If you're lazy. So you could auto-dock I mean, I'm and lazy, be like, so I, I do don't care. All, I do that all the time. Yeah. So I accidentally uh, had too much fun with heat sinks. I don't know if you've tried this yet. I got... Really close to a planet, and the planet was blocking the nearby sun. Yeah, okay. and it, so I already wasn't that overheated. My ship is super efficient, so it, you know I don't usually get above like forty three percent when I'm jumping. Yeah, um, and then I forgot what my button for heat sinks were, and I was trying to find like I think a scanner or something. So I just started hitting buttons. Then I ended up deploying. I think I had three installed heat sinks at the same time. Yeah. So then I got warnings because my you engine were cold. my engine heat was at like one percent, and I was like, "Oh, like the whole <laughs> cockpit started freezing over," and I'm like, "This is a problem. I should jump." So you you <laughs> liquid cooled your ship? <laughs> yeah, a little too much. Yeah, 
You were going for that uh, overclock record. And I, it's kind of fun. That sucks. It's a terrible position to be in. But at the same time, it's those it's little moments. cool mo- that you can do that. It's those moments where you're like, I didn't even know that I could do that. Yeah. So that's and neat. they made yeah. the animation for it. Yeah. Like, they, they programmed that in here. Um, I'm, I'm really looking forward to controlling the ship with my voice. Yeah, that's going to be neat. Um, well, I, so you haven't seen any of the videos of it yet, but you can also do it with combat. Mm-hmm. And that is fantastic because you can focus on just trying to tail somebody and be like, fire a missile, drop a heat sink. I don't have to remember what all these different buttons are. I can just say switch power to right. weapons, switch power to shields. And that's, that's been a big thing with setting up the HOTAS is it's been basically the way I decided to set it up was I'm going to set the default controls and start using them. And then every time I can't figure out a button, I'm just going to remap it to the button I want it to be. Yeah. So that way, every time I come across something I want to do, I'm like, oh, I set it to this button. It's not like, oh, I have to go look and see. Yeah. So it's been a process where I've gotten my auto docking. I've gotten like all of the stuff that I do a lot. The only thing I can't get set that I like is to get it set to target something and follow it. I have not found a button that I like for that. Hmm. And I feel like it should be something on the joystick. Like I don't want it to be something that I accidentally push though. And I, it needs to be something that I don't have to take my hand off of the stick to hit. One of those little D-pad things on your throttle would probably be a good bet for that. Except I would, it would basically need to be mapped four different ways. Couldn't you just map, like, up on one of them? Yeah. Yeah. But then I would have to hit up. And what do the other three do? I don't want to accidentally well, hit one of the other three while I'm trying to hit up. Well, you can just map them to nothing until you want them to be something. But then I'm wasting three buttons. Well, you're wasting them anyway if you're not using them. True. But I use them... <laughs> currently, I use them to navigate menus. Oh, okay. So they are mapped to something. Okay, okay. Well, that's what I was saying. They're, they're being used, but there are four thumbsticks. Right. Um, and actually, I... So instead of doing that, what I started doing, I prefer the keyboard for that stuff. So, like, when I want to hit Super Cruise, I actually prefer to hit J on the keyboard. So I, I mapped it to a button on the joystick, so if I want to do it, I can. But then I also used a second backup map button to just the regular controls that you would have for a keyboard. So that way, if like you come over and want to play, you don't have to be like, oh, God, what do I do? What do I do? Because there's no, it, you don't want to go look at the keyboard layout every time you want to do something. Right. You can hit the button that you need to hit by default. Unless you do custom controls, of course. Right. Which I try not to customize controls too much, especially with space games, because I'll be talking to someone like you, like, what button is this thing again? Yeah. <laughs> and that's why I was like, I'm going to set these for secondary hotkeys, so that if I forget which thumbstick it is that I need to, you know, immediately drop out of light speed, I can hit the one that I know, like, in my heart. Like, it's it's in my brain. I've drilled it in there, went through the tutorial. I've been doing this for three weeks, and it's burned into my brain i hit the j key for super cruise yeah you know yeah it does like you were saying j was weird for that at first and it's like yeah i've been doing it for two years now so i guess it's just like i never thought about it because it just got burned into my brain like yeah of course it's j what else would it be like (laughs) right but i was like j what does that have to do with super cruise there's jump i guess was what i associated it with yeah 
Um, but then I also realized sometimes you want to go into super cruise, but not go to the light speed. Yeah, I just made mine shift J. Yeah, and that's probably what I should do. But I ended up binding them to two separate keys. I think H or K is hyperspace. And J is just super cruise. See, I realized I wanted them to be the same button because it's essentially the it same works kind the of same thing. Contextually, right? If you're pointing at another system, it will jump to light speed anyway. Right. So I wanted something where I was like, I I want it wanted to be the same button because I'll know what it is. So I just need kind of a modifier to it. Yeah. Um, I didn't even think about that. That's a much better idea. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm interested to see what your opinion is going to be of Star Citizen, assuming that you can uh, play it with all the bugs there is in that game right now. Yeah, I mean, it, it might work okay with my system, and I'll get it. Like, I'll, I'll check it out. I've been researching which kit to get or which starter pack. Right. Um, and I'm still undecided. Like, it seems like there's pros and cons that make sense on both sides. Um, I, honestly, I think I'll probably go with the one that's worth more money because I'll be trading it in anyway. Yeah, either that. I mean, I probably won't trade them in because um, you can really like lose ships in that game and whatnot. And I, yeah, I would go with whichever one looks cooler because, to be honest, your first ship's going to be kind of useless no matter what because you're not paying for one of the expensive ones. Right. Um, and then you can do the same thing you can do with all the other games, which so is earn money to get a the, ship that's worth getting. The problem I have with that game is I watched like intro to this game like starter guides that sort of thing and the thing that everybody does is they go to a planet and they start going into a cave and mining and i'm like okay well i just did that in no man's sky you spend an hour mining resources and sell it on a space station i'm trying to understand the combat more and not the space combat i'm not sold on the space combat yet but that game's still janky but the other stuff that you can do in space is really interesting so one of the things is like you know, if a ship is broken or you you can knock out the engines of a ship, yeah. you can then jump out and go board that ship shoot the pilot and shoot out. everybody in there and just take it. Yeah. It's yours now. Congratulations. Um, I like the idea of towing a ship behind your ship in space. Yeah. So, like, all of that's great. Um, and then the other thing is, so I, I had an instance, and I love... Things like this happening are reasons like why I love this game. I got into a dogfight with an NPC character, mm-hmm. and we were having a hard time killing each other because my ship sucked and his ship sucked, and it kind of, and we kind of got to a stalemate. At like we had blown each other's ships up so much, all he had left were shields. He couldn't move. He was right. you know, all of his engines were gone. His wings were gone, and uh, he just put all power to shields. And my weapons couldn't penetrate the shields, and his you didn't even have weapons. So it was just kind of like, well, we can't do anything right. now. So I jumped out of my ship, flew over to his cockpit, shot him in the head, flew back to my ship. I was like, you know what? The fact that yeah. I can just get out and do, like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm just going to no, use my it's, gun. Like, it's <laughs> a really cool game. I just wish they had focused a little bit more and then built out the universe. Rather than saying, we're going to build out everything full scale before this is ready. Yeah. It just it feels like they're just going too broad stroke and not enough focus on details that matter. I think they're just going to end up making like aside from the side games they're doing, I think this game is just going to be like what they are they are as a company. Yeah. So they're just like we want something that we can just update and continue to keep up with the times for, for like a time. long period of time. Yeah. yeah. 
Which, you know what, that's an ambitious project, and they all seem like very dedicated space nerds, no, so I'm all about it. It's super cool. It. It, it's very cool, and I, I just wish that it wasn't buggy. So, I'm hoping, fingers crossed, the next patch that comes out in the next few months is mostly, from what it looks like, stability issues. Yeah. So maybe after that patch... I'm just waiting <laughs> for my Outlaw Star game yeah, where luck. I can use the arms to fight. Yeah, I just want to use You might get that arms. in a game, but I don't think you're going to really like get Outlaw gonna Star. S- I feel like we're going to see that ship. We're, we're going to see the Outlaw Star in, in some space game. Yeah, something. I mean, there's got to be grabbers on something, right? Yeah. That's not, it's like, I mean, like, Star Trek even did that at some point, like... I don't know. I didn't, so I, mean, I never I watched Star Trek. So, like, in early Star Trek, they didn't really have the concept of, like, tractor beams yet. Right. Um, those kind of came, like, a little bit later, so, like, yeah, just go out and so grab shit. Like, that's something I don't like in Elite Dangerous. So, it's cool in concept that you can have robots on board, like, drones, essentially, that will fly out and collect resources for you. Yeah. When you, like, blow them off of an asteroid while you're mining or something. Or you can just fly your ship into it and hope it flies into your cargo bay. Which, that's fine. Like, have a cargo scoop and you fly by it and pick it up. But it's actually really tedious to do that, especially for a large number of things. Yeah. So you really have to use these, they're called limpets, which are basically drones that fly out and grab a hold of a resource and fly them into your cargo bay. Um... The problem is they're AI controlled and they're fucking stupid and they fly themselves into asteroids and kill themselves. Just make them invincible. That's like side bots. Specifically the the collector limpets. I don't like the idea of making them invincible. I just don't Well, I, and also they take up cargo space. I like the idea of being able to like shoot other people's limpets drone drones down just to fuck with them. No, and that's but, why I'm saying the collector limpets. But make even those. But their AI has to be good. They can't be like... Like, they have to be able to adapt. They can't be flying around destroying themselves. I like feel like that. if they work well and they're not killing themselves, like, you would have to do some really stupid shit, like, run into the asteroid and fire them into it to kill them. Yeah. At that point, they may as well be invulnerable. Right. You can make them invulnerable to asteroids. Yep, yeah, sure. Like, impact damage versus getting shot by a laser. But also, what are you doing shooting a collector limpet versus shooting the ship itself? Just be a dick. I mean, yeah, and that's great if you want people to be able to be a dick. Let's start simple. I like... Make them not get destroyed all the time. I guess that's time. part of the immersion for me is because people are dicks. And the more somebody can actually be a dick in the game in an yeah, immersive no, way, I'm wrong. just kind of for it, I guess. You're not wrong. I don't know. But I feel like the fact that collector limpets take up cargo space... They can't be repaired. They just get destroyed. And they're required. If you want a actual... You want actual mining in that game. You want to make money doing it. You're taking collector limpets. You're taking probe limpets. Like, you're using up half of your cargo space. And then you purposely end up jettisoning or killing those limpets so you have more cargo space. It's just a needless thing that they could totally streamline. I also have, like... Make them part of the mining laser. I have an absolute fuck ton of cargo space, too. So, I don't know. Yeah, uh, but uh, you could always have more. Yeah, I guess. I think I'm already over 100. I don't know. Yeah, but there's missions where it's take 2,000 of something. That's true. I mean, like, it seems ridiculous to say, 
you need more cargo space until you're like, I have to make ten trips to do this. Yeah, but then once you get and to... And that twelfth trip is... But that's you know, just kind of like a built-in slowing you down. Because yeah. then you'll get the ships that are just like, yeah, I don't know, 2,500 cargo space per component right. or whatever. Well, no, it doesn't go that high, though. Like, max cargo space is a couple hundred. Huh. Like, it doesn't go up into the thousands. Well, I don't... What do the fleet carriers have? Well, you're not doing cargo runs with them. Well, no. Can't I do. Tell, can't tell me what to do. So, the way the <laughs> fleet carriers work is if you want them to go to another system... Right. It takes an hour for them to prepare to jump. Sure. And then it takes time for them to get there. Yeah. And they can only jump certain places. But you can send a ship out and do it. But you also wouldn't send your... The thing is, your fleet carrier is where you would return with your resources to. And then you would sell them via your fleet carrier. So you don't need that to have the cargo space. It has, essentially, unlimited cargo space. If you have the money to buy it... It's like somebody that buys a mansion... Yeah. They're not necessarily worried about the upkeep because they're going to pay someone to do it. If you're going to buy a fleet carrier, don't do it unless you have the money to do the upkeep. So the, the cargo space is kind of irrelevant on that. Um, you can literally have hundreds of ships on it. So it, it's not an issue of like, oh, I need to store minerals here. It's, I need to sell minerals here. So you're setting buy-sell prices. Gotcha. You're setting up your own market. That's why you do that. So it becomes a self-sustaining market. I like that. And that's not something you want to do in single-player. So eventually I plan to play multiplayer. But almost anyone playing that game, very few people playing that game, will go and do mining runs or anything important in multiplayer because why would you ever put yourself at risk of having a player fuck with you unless you're there for that experience i mean i i guess i always hoped that i would run into other people so i could meet some cool people to actually play the game with and i was upset after two years of just never seeing another person you know well and that's the thing is everybody goes to specific systems because they know if i'm gonna pirate people I'm going to go to where they're going to mine valuable resources and I'm going to shoot them down after they collected everything and just fill my hole. I think that's one of the things that I like about um, Star Citizen a bit more. Like Elite Dangerous has the endless RNG thing, you know, the space forever nonsense. But yeah, Star Citizen's a lot more fine. It's smaller. Like we're working with these systems right now and we'll release more systems over time. So like everybody's kind of there. Yeah, And it's really easy. They don't instance you like Elite does, where everything's its own instance. Um, even people that are on the other side of the system are in chat. Right. Um, and some of the conversations and the people that I've talked to on there have been absolutely wonderful and hilarious. No, there's, there's so. really cool people. And, like, you wanted to talk about the Fuel Rats. And there's yeah. a fantastic video on YouTube, by the way, uh, Gaming Embedded, where they spent a month as a Fuel Rat in... Yeah. Elite Dangerous. And that's a fantastic YouTube video if you want to find out about Fuel Rats. Yeah, I was... So I ran into this situation. I think this was just, like, literally a day or so before you started playing Elite. It was, yeah, because you told me, and I was like, that's such a cool encounter. Yeah. So I never really had fuel problems before, but I started playing Elite again, and I forgot what I was doing, and was like, I'm going to try to do something a little more ballsy than I usually do. And so I'm way out in the middle of the galaxy... And realized, I'm out of fuel. 
And I, I, I went through a couple systems trying to find any place that I could find a fuel station. Right, but when you get into certain parts... It's just New nothing. Mexico, and there's nothing for it's miles. all fuel scooping. Yeah, well, and I didn't have a fuel scoop, because I didn't even know that was a thing. Uh, so I'm just sitting there like, well, shit, what do I do? Because I can just, like, kill myself, essentially, but I don't want to do that. Right. I think it was in the middle of a mission. And that so, returns you to the last station that you docked at. Yeah. So I uh, went ahead and Googled, like, okay, well, shit, what do you do when you run out of fuel in Elite Dangerous? And people were like, oh, go to this website. It's Fuel Rats. I'm like, okay. So I go over to this website, and all it is is basically an IRC chat, <coughs> which was not, it didn't inspire me with confidence at all. So I sign in and tell everyone, like, hey, I'm out of fuel. And then immediately someone jumps on, and they're like, okay, you, specifically, where are you at? What kind of ship do you have? Like, what's your in-game player name? We got all the information. They're like, cool, add this person and this person to your friends list. All right, I did that. They're like, all right, we're coming straight to you. They pop on, give me a bunch of fuel, give me a bunch of advice on, like, here's fuel scoops. Here's a site here's to tell not you. to be a dumbass Here, and need us again. Yeah, here's how to do everything that you need to do. Here's the nearest place to buy the kind of ship that you need. Like, I, ta- I ended up talking to the guy that helped me for about an hour. And he just helped me, like, do way more in that game than I even knew that I could do before. He taught me how to use a fucking lawnmower. It's yeah. weird. <laughs> so, I, he actually inspired me. At some point, I want to do the Fuel Rats thing, because uh, I, I'm super happy those people are there. I'm super happy that community exists, and I want to be a part of that, uh, for sure. Yeah, it, I mean, that's a cool thing that that exists. It's kind of like the... It reminds me of things like the... Uh, uh, the Reddit for pizza. I forget what it's called. R slash. Uh, <laughs> Big Papa. It's like pay it forward, <laughs> but it's like pizza forward or pizza it forward. I've never or heard of this. Yeah. So there's people that are like, oh, I don't get paid until Friday. I have no food in my house. I would love a pizza to get me through. You can go to this Reddit um, subreddit and say, hey, you know, here's my story. I'd love a pizza. I live in this city. And somebody will say, hey, I'll buy you a pizza. And then whenever you are able, you're supposed to go and look for somebody that's also in need and buy them a pizza. So and I did, I actually did this with Blade, um, who's been in our Discord and our group. Yeah, for quite a, um, quite a long time. A long time, time ago, he was in college and had no money and was hungry and i was like dude i'll buy you a pizza so i went and i you know sent him a gift card and he was able to order his own pizza and have it delivered to his house and i didn't have to get any personal information there was no issues of like oh what's your address you know anything like that it's just here's a gift card to papa john's or whatever local chain you have because you can be like hey dude i fucking hate Domino's." I love Pizza Hut. If anybody's got, you know, a free pizza voucher, I'd really appreciate it. You know, or whatever. And people will buy each other pizzas when they need it. Or people that are like, I forgot my fucking credit card at home. I left my wallet at home and I'm starving at work. Will somebody please give me a pizza? I'll buy one when I get home for somebody. That sounds wonderful. I might really check that out, to be honest. Um, Super, super cool Reddit. You know... That actually makes me think, I really, really need to learn how to cook one day and make you some goddamn food. 
Because, like, I, you know, I remember telling people, like, we were talking about this earlier, where I was like, there were several parts of college where, like, I had no money for food. Like, I had waffles. That yeah. was all I had to eat. I mean, eat. technically, I didn't either. I just had loans. Well, and then, well, I mean, I was, I was out of the loans that I had at the time. And uh, I, I've had people ask me before, like, how the hell did you get through college? I'm like, well, to be honest, because my <laughs> friends Dan and Dave always made food and way too much we, of it. We like, were way more worried about food than anything else. <laughs> yeah, I was like... If I ever went to your house, there was food. If you yeah. guys were making food, even if there was just two of you, there was food for eight people. Yeah. Like, and yeah. Because that's how both of us were raised. Like, yeah. when we cook, it's like, well, I'm not making a cheeseburger. I'm making, you know, ten cheeseburgers. <laughs> yeah. Because it's stupid to make one. <laughs> I mean, you could have been like, uh, what, what's, uh, what was it, uh, David and whatnot moved uh, across the hall. And yeah. they had the special McDonald's and they filled their entire freezer oh, with uh, yeah, McDonald's Rob, or whatever. <laughs> yeah, Rob went to McDonald's on 40 cent or 20 cent cheeseburger day. And bought 200 cheeseburgers <laughs> and froze them in the wrapper because he's a fucking savage. And he's like, I'm just going to eat three cheeseburgers a day for the next month and a half. And I'm like, you could just kill yourself and be faster. You don't have to diarrhea yourself to death. It's dude. one of those things where it's the worst idea ever, but I'm glad he did it just because now I know that somebody does that. I enjoyed going to the McDonald's <laughs> with him and watching them panic when he ordered 100 or 200 cheeseburgers. So I've, I've done that to a McDonald's before. And they have a limit now, by the way. That yeah. one in particular. Well, so I, we didn't order quite that much, yeah. right? But we did order a lot. So right before college i was like well shit i'm i was a fairly sheltered person like i had only just started not being sheltered like 2 years before i went to college and i was like well I, you know i drink i know how to drink but i've never smoked and i know people at college smoke weed so like i researched about it a little bit and was like i kind of want to try it with friends and like people yeah. that i trust before i go to a new state with a bunch of strangers um so I got together with a couple of my friends. They were like, we'll totally smoke you up. And they kind of lied. They couldn't find any. It took us like two hours of just me driving around to shady parking lots all over town. Wow. Until we finally found like one. You got the authentic experience. Yeah. Where one guy like hopped in my car and like with a hoodie on and like slid me dirt weed, which, you know, once I became an actual fucking adult, I never smoked again. Right. (laughs) And, uh. But we got a lot of it. We, we we didn't have much money. It was fine. And my buddy's like, okay, he smoked weed all the time. He was like, all right, this is your first time, and I'm going to warn you, you're going to get really fucking hungry. So we need to take care of food ahead of time, because trust me, you're not going to want to do it once you start smoking. And I'm like, yeah, all right, fair enough. So we called McDonald's, and he was like, I don't think you understand how hungry you're going to be. Let me make the order. I'm like, all right. Wow. He's like, all right. So we're going to get, like, 15 boxes of chicken nuggets. We're going to get, like, 20 fries. We're going to get 10 McDoubles. We're going to get, like, six sodas. Jesus. Yeah, dude, we made... That's uh, like a Burt Kreischer order. We made a two or $300 order. And uh, they're like, yeah, all right, it'll be ready in an hour. As long as you call ahead, they typically don't mind. Yeah, I was like, we're not going to roll up and just do that to them. Yeah. Like, we called, they'll be like, give us an hour. I was like, we'll be there in an Whereas hour. Whereas some people will go through the drive-thru and do that. Yeah, yeah. Like, we were not, we're not, <laughs> a, we're not, a, like, at least I'm not an asshole, and I was the one with the car, so guess what we were doing. Yeah. So, <laughs> so we rolled there an hour later, and McDonald's has been closed for, like, 20 minutes now. Um, but, you know, fair enough, maybe they needed to close to finish the rest of the order. Right. And they have a, 
where I live, they, they have a cop sit inside all the time because there's a bunch of shady people all over the place. And uh, so we go up and we go to open the door and the door's closed. And I'm like, okay. So I start knocking on the door and one of the guys up at the cash register is giving me like, no, we're, we're closed, yeah. you know, face. And I'm like, I just keep knocking. Like, no, we're paying for this. We're getting this food. And the cop is now looking at us and he's trying to tell us to fuck off. Yeah. And I'm like, no. And I keep knocking. And eventually like this, this guy comes out and he's like, what do you, we're closed. Why are you guys here? I'm like, dude, we called like an hour ago to pick up an order. He's like, what are you talking about? So I told him what the order was. He was like, well, you motherfuckers were serious. And I was like, yeah, dude, we got the money. Do you have the food? He's like, hold on a second. He runs inside. He's like, Hey, Oh, those motherfuckers I called an hour ago. They were for real. They're here. <laughs> oh, God. So we just had to come in to McDonald's and just sit, wait for 30 minutes and just sit there with the cop with like a large bag of weed, just sitting in the car outside, just waiting for our food. Wow. <laughs> Because you like to be as stressed out as possible when you first try an illegal substance. That seems great. Because he's looking at us like, come on, he knows what the fuck we're up to, right? Mm-hmm. So um, so we finally get back home and uh, and smoke. And I, I swear to God, everything in the world looked like a, a pop-up book. Oh, yeah. Like, it looked like everything had its own individual shadowing and a really bad 3D rendering. Right, your focus was off. Yeah, and it didn't help that my girlfriend, like, hid under a blanket and started crawling around the floor for some reason. That doesn't help. And, it, you know, it's really weird, because I... It's weird to think about what it was like when I first smoked weed, because now, it's nothing. Right. You know, I just smoke a little bit. Your tolerance goes up for anything. So much. And, like, you know... Except people's bullshit. (laughs) Except people's bullshit. I know, I'm a little more tolerant of that when I smoke, for sure. Well, I, I, you not when smoke. I smoke. Yeah, I, I'm not any more. I'm tolerant. super not tolerant when I don't. But when I do smoke, it's like you know what? Fuck you! I'm gonna go watch cartoons. I don't give a shit. Like, yeah, my my <laughs> patience level is about a zero out of a hundred all the time. You might get to ten if you smoked a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I might I might give somebody ten seconds to stop whatever is annoying. <laughs> well, that was so. Speaking of some of the stories that I've just been remembering lately, also. That reminds me of uh, the story I was telling you earlier, the Black Friday thing. Yeah, that I don't remember. That you don't remember. <laughs> one of the first times we went Black Friday shopping, we went to a Walmart. And I think it was like, it was you and me, and I think like Dave and Rob and Kat were all there. And um, I was trying to look at some video game stuff, and you were just like, I don't want to fucking be here. Like, <laughs> yeah. we need to get your <laughs> that, shit. And that let's lines up. Get out. Like, you didn't want to go in the first place. Um, and it was easy to find you in a crowd of people because you were like a foot taller than fucking everybody, everybody in, in Florida the store. is a midget. I swear yeah, to God. They really were. And it was funny. It's like, where's Dan? There. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's like the opposite of my mom. We lose her in department stores because she's shorter than the clothing racks. So, you know, I'm looking at a video game in one of the cases and you're like, what are you trying to look at? I'm like something over there, but there's a lot of people and you just walk up like I'm bigger than you get out of my way. And it's just like. The crowd just parts. It's they like, call me Moses. There you go. And I'm like, uh, all right. So. No, so, and Black Friday is kind of a funny thing for me because I don't really go anymore. Like, I'll go occasionally. 
if I want something that I know is going to be there later. Like, I won't go when they open and deal with the whole crowd rush bullshit. I feel like it mattered more in the, like, 90s and maybe early 2000s. Yeah. But it doesn't make a difference it, now. You can do your online shopping and it's not a problem anymore. You probably get better sales. You get better deals. Like, Cyber Monday is historically better than any Black Friday deal. Or you're ordering online before Black Friday actually happens. Like, you're... you. Bef- while you're cooking Thanksgiving dinner, you're online shopping, so, generally. I've actually been upset, because I've done Black Friday the past couple of years. Like, I almost always do Black Friday. It's yeah. it's an actual holiday for me. And that might sound weird to some people. I don't go because I'm shopping. I don't do my holiday shopping on Black Friday. I'm not stupid. Um, but I love... I'm addicted to chaos. I love chaotic situations. See, and I, that's why we would go. Yeah. I, I like to go and fuck with people. And I like to watch people struggle. Yeah. Which sounds horrible because it kind of is but it's it's funny to see people just losing their shit over something as inconsequential as saving 20 bucks yeah so and i'm sorry if you hear fireworks in the background we're we're getting close to fourth of july and the dog is not pleased about it um but no so we always would go out on black friday when I was younger, like when I got my first car, we would go on Black Friday to like Best Buy or Walmart just to see the crowd. And when everybody went in, we'd wait until the big line, everybody made it in. We'd just wander in at the end when everybody's losing their minds. And some of my favorite things ever, this lady is, Walmart's got DVDs set up. This is in, you know, probably... Gosh, what is it, 2020? This is probably 20 years ago. So, yeah, maybe 17 years ago. Something like that. 15, 20 years ago. Um, DVDs are a big deal. Still. Like, yeah. that's the, the format of choice. It's the brand and new thing and everybody's you, got a DVD you can, player. Yeah, you can go to Walmart and you can pick up a movie for five bucks and it's a great deal. On Black Friday, they're a dollar and there's, a, there's literally, like, four cardboard boxes... Or like four rubber, like rubber made totes, and there's a giant cardboard box sitting on top of them, like a big table. The size probably like twenty, I don't know, twenty foot by like ten foot wide, bigger than you can reach across. And there's movies all the way in the middle. This lady decides she wants one in the middle, crawls on top of this entire thing, crushes the cardboard, and it all falls in from the sides and covers her in DVDs and she's just rolling around yelling in the middle struggling and I just it was like the fucking Simpsons point and laugh and just I couldn't help but lose my shit laughing at this lady because it's like really dude you couldn't have like looked through some of the closer ones to see if there was a copy because there definitely was see that's the kind of stuff that i miss like i remember my mom telling me stories back when i was a kid about trying to get me like specific christmas oh, presents dude, people like, looking tickle for me power rangers and, and tickle yeah. me elmos my mom was one of the people looking for the power ranger that i wanted you know and she didn't find it and i was like yeah whatever dude black friday's stupid like don't worry about it yeah and then I get it like a week later because she's like, we'll wait until it's in stock and it'll be on sale anyway. And I'm like, cool, not a big deal. Yeah. But there's those people that spoil their kids and they're, they're going to get the damn toy. You yeah. know, and you get movies like that Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. Um, 
what is that jingle all the way or something like that yeah I don't, I don't think my i don't think my parents went out of their way to like spoil me i mean i you know i i was definitely spoiled to a degree i'm not gonna act like that didn't happen oh i was spoiled as shit and i was an um, only child with a single mother and i was an only child for a while i mean like there's a seven year difference between yeah. me and my sister but and around six and seven is when it's a big deal but like both of my parents came from very large families yeah. so like they never dealt with you know what do you do with a single child because yeah. they've never been in that situation. They right. shared everything. And then their family situations were kind of messed up anyway. Yep. Um, so my parents, especially my mom, went really out of her way to try and, like, make Christmas a good thing for me. Right. Which, unfortunately, kind of backfired because I fucking hate Christmas. Well, and, but, <laughs> you know? and, like, fortunately, my family was, like, way more focused on, like, everybody gets together and we eat good food and it's a fun time. It's not, like, presents. Like, presents mattered. Like, you would get your good stuff at Christmas. But it was also like, well, I get good stuff all the time. Like, I'm a spoiled kid. Yeah. And I knew that. But my parents made sure I knew that. And by parents, I mean mom and grandma. Whereas, like, a lot of kids are like, it's Christmas. This is the only time of the year I get a present. It's a much bigger deal to them. So I get it. Like, that... It matters. A lot of my friend, A lot of the people that I grew up around were, like, like extremely poor. Like, a lot of my friends, if they were, like, the oldest, yeah, the, all of the siblings got toys. You didn't you get did. anything because you were old enough to understand, right. hey, we're broke. Um, and so, like, it was really depressing as to where, like, my family, my mom and dad had a nice mix where, like, my dad was very flashy. He's all about presentation. And my mom is all about, like, form and function. Yeah. So, like, we would have a Christmas tree that was at the right height and like the lights and the ornaments had to be a certain distance. Yeah. And there was a way that you set up the presents to make sure that they, they did get a big display. They get a big display and they didn't fall on each other. Yeah. And she was very, she hates me because she, she's very particular about making sure presents are wrapped perfectly as to where I couldn't fucking care less. Yeah. <laughs> and no, my mom is kind of like that too. She'll wrap presents without anything in them to make a nice display. Yeah. Well, which, I won't do that. I'm not, yeah, I'm not going to do that either. Well, but then my, you know, aside from decorating the house, that was really all my mom. My dad would make, um, these like danishes every, he does it every Christmas. He makes these super diabetes inducing, um, you know, cinnamon and sugar danishes and shit. And then we always had like leading up to Christmas, it's all TSO. And then on Christmas morning, it's like jazz. I don't know why, but jazz is Christmas music for me now, so there you go. Um, I don't know, Christmas was kind of... It's really weird. A couple of my friends pointed this out, that a lot of my growing up, even though my own development was very awkward, my family life was very, like, TV-esque. Especially, you know, compared to a lot of the people that I was around. Yeah. So... I kind of, I like that. I miss that. So we were, we were always more oriented around the food as we've talked about previously. Yeah. So like, we always kind of have like, we'll do prime rib dinner, um, the Christmas Eve, and then we'll do like a big Christmas breakfast. So like, we'll get everything ready the night before, do like a big souffle and you just throw it in the oven Christmas morning and it's ready after presents because the oven takes a little time to bake it. Like... It was this whole production of, like, this massive breakfast spread, like, danishes, like you talked about, monkey bread, all these sorts of food. And then Christmas Day, we do, like, basically Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah. 
And, like, it was always more about, like, the food than it was about, like, the presents. Like, the presents were cool, but it was always like, oh, man, we get to eat all this good food, get together with family, these family members come over, you know, etc. I, th- I think that was very hard for us because uh, we, didn't, we, don't leave, we don't live near any family on either side. Yeah. And we never have. So I think my parents would have done that more. Right. Like, my mom always wanted well, us to be more family-oriented. And we, we can't and, do that anymore, either, because, yeah. like, our family doesn't get along, first of all. And then a lot of them have died, because a lot of the people that came over were my grandma's brothers and sisters, and she had 11 brothers and sisters. Yeah. So, like, my grandma was the youngest of 12 kids. So almost all of the others have died now. Like, all the ones that we were friendly with have died. Gotcha. So it kind of it's kind of sad now because it's just like oh man this kind of sucks, and now it's all about Titus. See, we have a we have a separate thing like the all about food thing is like a week later when we go see my mom's family yeah. and go up to Pennsylvania, which that that works. So, but my family and and explains a lot about me because like I've said several times just this week, like I am an incredibly lazy person, and I'm proud of it. I don't care. <laughs> I love it. I'm never going to not be a lazy person. That's just who I am. But like a lot of that stems from my family. I'll be honest. Like. Your Christmas is all about food. Mine's about sleeping. We wake up early, we do the Christmas celebration, and then we fucking sleep for the rest of the day because yeah. we don't have to do shit. Like, <laughs> well, like, well, and like presents were like a big deal too. Like, I got my Nintendo sixty four for Christmas, and it was like you know you always see the video of like the kid losing his shit over the N sixty four, yeah, or the Super Nintendo or whatever it was. And for me, it was always like. That was no. me when I got Pokemon on my Game Boy at the same time. Oh, yeah. I, I, th- I think that may have been the first time I ever had an orgasm, I'm going to be honest. So I, <laughs> I, I had my Game Boy, but then my grandma, like the day Pokemon came out, I got the red and blue version because we didn't understand. We didn't know that they were basically the same the, game. Yeah. And I ended up only playing the blue version, but I always had the red version as well and ended up eventually playing it. Yeah. But I had my Game Boy and I got both versions and basically played nothing else for like four years. Um, yeah, I understand how that is. Yeah. See, I only had Red and I was fine with it because I just wanted to be one of the cool kids that could play Pokemon. Right. And I finally was. Yeah. And it wasn't until later well, that actually, I was like, I my got... favorite is Vulpix and that's on the version I don't have. So now I need to buy the other one. Well, and remember the... Uh... I forget which version it was, but it was like the Game Boy Advance, where it wasn't the flip open, but it was like the purple one. That's the regular Game Boy Advance. Yeah, the original Game Boy Advance. I got that when Pokemon came out, and it had a little bit of color. Yeah. It had like the eight colors instead of like two. And that was a big deal, because I initially played Pokemon like the first like week on just an old school Game Boy. Like... The original. Oh, you're talking about like the. Uh, are you talking about the Game Boy Color? Yeah. Like oh, the one right after the back when the gold and silver came out. Yeah. Yeah. So I I had Pokemon originally on the gray. That's what I had. Game Boy. And I didn't have a new one either. No, I didn't either. I had a used one with no backing. See, I I had a new one, but it it was several years old at that. Oh, point. mine was just dented all over the place, and like. I was kind of fine with that. I was I was used to used stuff at that point because my mom pretty much. Well, it doesn't really matter. All my clothes and all my stuff all came from yard sales. Like half of the toys I bought were partially broken anyway. Yeah, and so that just didn't bother me. 
Um, I was like, that's cool. I just want to play Pokemon, so I'll hold the batteries in, and I don't care that it's dented all over the place. Yeah, like, that, was, that was such a big deal for me. And then the Game Boy Color came out. And I had the purple one. I was yep. like, this is the best thing that, ever. That's the one that I had. <clears throat> but man, I, I remember I had the N64 for a year and then the next Christmas rolled around. And I was like, well, I don't want a new console. I have this one that's the best one ever. But I wanted Diddy Kong Racing. It's weird that that's the reason you I, wanted I don't it. know why, but like <laughs> that was the game that I was really excited about. That huh. was like the new game that year. Yeah. Um, and... I don't know if money was an issue or whatever, but, like, I wasn't getting many new games. And, like, Wave Race was a big deal, and I already had that one. And, like, I had a friend um, in elementary school who his dad promised to buy him the game. He wanted Wave Race, and he's like, oh, I'll get it for you. Couldn't find it anywhere. It was sold out everywhere. Nobody could buy it. was a really popular game. Yeah. And he's like, we can't find it anywhere. They rented it for, like, three weeks until they could find it. Because he's like, I can't find it anywhere. Here, I rented it. And they paid like $60 in rental fees. That's to, pretty dope, though. To That's... be able to have the game and then bought the game for $60. But, yeah. I was I was super excited about Diddy Kong Racing. And my grandma was like, you know, she didn't tell me she got it. But she just kind of alluded like, oh, you're going to be so excited about Christmas and all this. And I'm like, can I please open one gift before christmas day because we never did gifts on christmas eve or anything right never did an early gift and I we was had like, our, our if our parents friends came over and they were like here's a you know like ten dollars to best buyer yeah so I, that was our yeah, christmas yeah. eve presents so we always did it was funny we always do the thing where when we do prime rib dinner for christmas eve my mom would always buy scratch off tickets and put them under everybody's plate <laughs> so when you're done with dinner, you get your scratch-off ticket and scratch it, and, you know, somebody wins $5, whatever. Sure. I think one year somebody got 50 and it was such a big deal. Yeah. It was, it's just a fun thing to do. I've, we've done that before, yeah, yeah. I understand. But my grandma let me open one present, and I knew, because she didn't, like, my family never did the thing, like, wrap the present in the bigger box, and I knew it was that game. And I was just worried that it wasn't the right game, like, that she just didn't know which one to get. And I was so worried, but I was like, well, that's a game, you know, that rectangular cardboard box. I was like, I know that's the game. Um, so I was so excited, and she let me open it early, and I think I stayed up all night. Um, that's just my I, I played all night long, and it was so much fun. And I think I fell asleep at like 6 a.m., and my mom woke me up at 7 a.m. to open presents. And I was just like... I think that was the year, like, I opened presents and wasn't excited about anything because I already had what I wanted. And ever since then, I was like, no, nah, I'm not going to do that because it's shitty for everybody. But also, I fucking love that game. <laughs> <clears throat> um, yeah, I think my, my parents didn't want me to ever have a console. Like, my, my mom didn't want me to have a Game Boy, and there was kind of an argument about, like... You know, I got it as a present, and my mom was like, I really don't want him to have that. And then it was like, well, you're not going to take it away from him. Right. You know, so I guess you're dealing with it now. So for a while, I got, you know, I got Game Boy games as presents, and I got like a Game Boy Pocket and a Game Boy Color. And so I was real big into Game Boy for years, because it was really all I... I mean, I did some PC gaming eventually, right? Yeah. But uh, it wasn't until I got into my car crash back around 05 that I think I... 
I think I, I don't remember if I got an Xbox first or I got a PlayStation first. Did you get hit by a car or a, a truck or something? So what had happened was... Because I, I know you said, like, I don't actually... You probably told me and I don't remember. Yeah, yeah. But... So what happened was, uh, it was around high school. We, I'd like you to relive it. We, we didn't... I mean, I <laughs> relived it. It's actually... I relived it so much. You know when we did those English classes in college and they were like, write about something. Yeah. I, that's what I wrote about. Because I was like, I don't fucking know what else to write about. Um, you know, nothing that's legal that I want to tell my teacher about. Uh, fair. <laughs> that's fair. So, uh, yeah, no. Uh, we skipped school, which we did almost every day. Uh, and it was, it was me and my friend Rich uh, and my girlfriend. And our plan was to go job hunting. Like, we really wanted to get some kind of work. I actually, I don't know if I was skipping. I might have just dropped. No, it was just before I dropped out, because that's what led to it. Okay. Um, and uh, we were going up near the near the other nearby high school uh, in, like, a record store and whatnot. And we were going to go apply at the record store. And it's kind of this weird, to get to the parking lot, you have to, like, make a U-turn in one of these intersections. And you've got all the lights up where lights usually are. And then you've got one light post that's in the median. And that's the one for the turn lane. Okay. Well, he didn't look at that. He blames on being colorblind, but like, you know where the lights are supposed to be. So I'm not. Also, if you're colorblind, there's still different shades. Yeah. 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 And it was, it was only like, it was one of those. um, Was was he colorblind to all colors? No, I think it was like a green yellow thing. But, like, you know where they're supposed to be. Still shouldn't be going if it's yellow. Right. You know, he drove perfectly any other time. Well, perfectly. He drove every other time. <laughs> <laughs> I Look, if you know me now, like, all of my friends, like, I almost never ride in the car with anybody else. There's very few people I allow to drive me around. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. Yeah, you're one of the few. <laughs> because you don't drive like an asshole. Like, you know how to... I, I don't. You're, usually, you're right. with people that I think are responsible parents, they usually know how to drive because... You know, when you drive like a teenager is different than when you drive when you have a kid right. in the car, right? You're not necessarily worried about yourself as much, but you're damn sure not going to get your child murdered. Right, exactly. So, I mean, yeah, there's a, but there's a few of my friends. It's just like, we can all go together. It's right down the street. Like, I'll drive. Don't worry. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'll drive separate. It's fine. Um, but before I got my car accident, like, no, we did a hundred going on oncoming traffic lanes and just tried to play chicken and swerve. Like... We, we would go down black ice on, like, weird, you know, mountainous areas. Like, I didn't care. I was practically suicidal in the car until I got into the car crash. Um, so he went to go make a left turn when he wasn't supposed to, and it was right as the oncoming traffic came in. And so my door, my side of the car was exposed. Now, keep in mind, this is a not great maintained, like, 95 Volkswagen Golf. It's about the size of the car I have now. Mm-hmm. It's it's a glorified moped. Basically, uh, a compact car. It's very compact, yeah. yeah. And so we get hit on my side, I think, by like a tractor trailer and then by a car. So we got hit like twice yeah. until the car like scoots over. We made it to the record store that way. I mean, at least we got that far, right? It, pushed, it pushed us all the way to the record store. We flipped over into the parking lot and caught fire. Oh. Yeah. I, See, have, I didn't remember the fire. Part. I'll actually show you pictures later. I have the newspaper clipping oh, okay. where they have the car wreck where it's just like, and on. Oh, God. Just, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it's a, it's a goddamn disaster. And I woke up, like, I immediately blacked out. And I remember, to this day, I still don't like Nightwish anymore because that's what we were listening to. Yeah. <laughs> of course. Which is fine because they're not that great. And, uh, <laughs> so, uh, the it's door. It's not Linkin Park. The door caved in. 
and it uh, it went straight into my ribs, so it broke my ribs. And then when we flipped over, I woke up brief, like I blacked out, and then I woke up briefly, and I was being suffocated by my seatbelt because I was hanging by the neck by my seatbelt. Yeah. And I realized I couldn't breathe and started freaking out, and went over to try and hit the eject button. And we had a bunch of Mountain Dew cans there, and so they all of got course. crushed up. Oh, God. And they blocked the eject the button. button yeah. So I'm freaking out. My girlfriend's not conscious. The driver is conscious, thank God. So he's freaking out trying to help get me ejected. Yeah. Uh, and then my lungs collapsed and I blacked out again. So at this point, like, my ribs and my pelvis and my lungs so are shit. that's where the brain damage came from. Well, there's <laughs> plenty of instances of that. This was just one among many. Yeah. My child has a history of blunt trauma. But... <laughs> Not from your parents, let's clarify. No, it's mostly from running into walls, doors, and the floor. So, <laughs> I'm not a very balanced and graceful individual. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> There's a reason why I've had a stoner memory years before I ever smoked. God, I need to find an excuse. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so he ends up, uh, after I pass out, he gets the eject button off and he gets me out of like the hood of the car. And by this point, there's a whole crowd of people just watching us. Of course, not helping. Yeah, I mean, it's a couple of teenagers in a car. Why help? Yeah. So, he drags me over to the street. I regain consciousness briefly as he's laying me down on the ground. And I'm like, what happened? And he's like, we got into a car wreck. Your girlfriend's still in the car. And I was like, oh shit. So I go to get up, and of course, black out again because my entire body is shit. Yeah. I don't... Regain consciousness. My body, I really don't want to die, I swear to God. I <laughs> regain consciousness again Your a few minutes later the in the ambulance. Like, I would not stay knocked out at all. My body was trying to fucking wake me up every instance. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, then, I mean, after that, it's just kind of a few days of being in the hospital and taking a bunch of drugs and having no idea what's going on. So, I mean, it's far less interesting, except for, one, I, I tried to... Um, I almost blacked out again because I tried to punch the EMT. Hmm. Because he kept trying to ask me, like, who was the president? What year is it? What's your name? Because they want to keep you coherent. Yeah. But, and make sure that your brain works. But my lungs are collapsed. So you can't respond. No, I'm barely breathing. And he's asking me questions. And he won't stop. I'm glad that you're irritated by people <laughs> as near death as you can be. Like, dude, I, I understand. I'm... I'm trying to tell him, and I can't talk. Like, I need to breathe. So I need to focus see, on breathing right now. You see your arms slowly come up with the finger. Oh, no, I definitely <laughs> flicked him off. That absolutely happened. So, but no, the so the weirdest, and this is probably one of the most embarrassing moments of my life. Um, so my girlfriend at the time, uh, her mom is a nurse. So I get to the hospital, and, you know, they've got me. They have to cut all my clothes off because, you know, every, yeah. everything is bloody and yeah. everything. And, uh, and they had just put a catheter in me. Oh, Jesus. And they went to go get my drugs. And so, like, I'm sitting there in pain, not on drugs, still barely breathing, with a tube sticking out of my dick, just completely naked, sitting there in an ER. And who walks in at that moment but my girlfriend's mother, who came to check in on me, because her, her daughter is currently in surgery. She had glass in her eye. Yeah. She went straight to surgery. And she's like, hey, how are you doing? And I'm like, fuck. Like, hey, fuck. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Here's my dick! Like, <laughs> Hopefully your daughter can enjoy this later. Which, of course, she's not, you know, right, she's a nurse. She doesn't fucking think doesn't about it. doesn't even register right? to her. But to 
to a teenage like high school boy, yeah. you know, who just got caught, oh, you know, dude. helping his daughter skip school and then got her in a car wreck. Yeah, now I'm here naked in front of you. This is fantastic. I love Most, it. like <laughs> next to be ca- next to being caught like having sex in their bed or something. Like that's that's at the top of the list for embarrassing. No, for I've 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 had the um I've heard sounds, which was enough for me, you know. Yeah. That keeps you away. Yeah. <laughs> No, it's, I mean, so, not the same context at all, but I had an issue where I had a cyst on my nutsack. Yeah, that that's probably not pleasant. I would no, imagine. it, it yeah. was very unpleasant, and I'll forgo the details on that part, but I had a similar thing where they're like, oh, you need to get an ultrasound, we need to make sure that it's not cancer, basically, like, check it all out. And I'm like, that sounds awful, I thought that was for pregnancy, am I pregnant? Um, are my balls growing a child? I don't know what's <laughs> happening. Um, so they, you know, it, I'm in the hospital because I'm in super terrible pain in the whole nine yards. And they're like, okay, you got to get it, an ultrasound. We got to check it out. And I'm like, Jesus, fine. Whatever. Just fucking make the pain stop. Um, I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, and long story short, I have a scar on my ball sack which is just like something you should never have um something i don't typically whip out and show people um be like check out my scars bro i, I mean I look i don't know what, doing that. I, look i don't know what you guys do in boarding school okay like that <laughs> yeah that if you ever watched the movie waiting it was similar okay um without them being paid um a lot of homophobic things going on um but no, so I'm like, fucking fine, whatever, do what you need to do. And they take me down to the... Paradise City? Yes. <laughs> um, where the grass is green and the girls were not pretty. Um, but no, they take me down to the radiology department where they do all that stuff. So we get down there and I'm like, whatever, dude. I, I'm not thrilled about a nurse like grabbing my balls and... I don't know what an ultrasound is, really. I know it's for, like, pregnancy. Let's see, yeah. I mean, to be honest, I, that's but about all I know now. They put fucking cold gel on your stomach for a pregnancy, and they put a... Oh, is that where they do the thing so they can, like, yeah. see the sonar yes. screen of what's yeah, inside? They, yeah, they yeah, radar okay. your child. I've, yeah, all right, I've seen that. Yeah. But my nuts. Yeah. So I've seen my balls. <laughs> <laughs> Not something most people can say. No, I mean, um, what most people can't say is that you've seen more of your balls than your wife accurate which i'm proud to say um still have them uh but no so i get down there and i'm like fucking great some random nurse is gonna rub my balls which sounds hot except they're not in good shape um and they're not their finest yes definitely not not uh, tip-top shape and i'm like fucking whatever dude get it over with and who walks in but one of our close friends from our church, a dude who I grew up around, like, just, like, not a father figure, but, like, you know, an adult that you look up to, somebody that you're super familiar with on, like, a friendly level, but not somebody you typically be like, here's my balls, mm-hmm. rub this thing, <laughs> rub your magic wand on my balls, sir. <laughs> it's just like the most uncomfortable thing. It was like, oh, so you got you got an issue, huh? And I'm just like, 
please just get this over with. Let's like, not come talk. On. Clearly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I, I don't want to have a discussion about how my balls feel, if you don't mind. And I'm not young. Like, I'm not, like, a little bitty kid. Like, I'm a teenager at this point. Like, you're, it's you're the worst time. You're enough to time. no shame. Yeah, for yeah. sure. It's, like, just before high school. And I'm just like, Jesus fucking Christ, man. Come on. Like, could my luck be any worse? And then another church member walks in to help him. And I'm like, for fuck's sake, I'm never going back there. Like, what is going on? And they're just like, well, here's some super cold fucking gel on your balls. And now we're going to jam a fucking what essentially is a PlayStation Move controller into your sack. (laughs) And rub it around on your nuts. And I'm like... Well, this is clearly never going to look at the PlayStation yeah, controller right? the same. <laughs> it's all it's good for. Uh, it, it was definitely the most uncomfortable I've ever been. Um, and then, uh, yeah, the nurse was my girlfriend's mom, but it was like my girlfriend's mom shortly before I started dating her daughter. And there was a really awkward conversation about make sure you don't make sure they work with her. That, yeah, that's... Which, which I did, but that's another story. <laughs> that doesn't make it less awkward. Unfortunately, that story, and I've told this on the podcast before, that story ends with her getting, she was adopted. And after this and other issues transpired, um, based around her not wanting to go to church... Uh, the daughter they adopted from an abusive drug riddled family they then took to a gas station six hours away up into northern Michigan and dumped off and said good luck because she couldn't follow the rules fantastic it's really good for those abandonment adoption issues Um, we've had something not as bad but uh, similar to my family so I understand how that goes so as uplifting as this has been. Um... So there's the other one story that I, I wanted to save for a podcast that I've been waiting to tell you, which is the stripper story or the uh, prostitute story. Sorry. Better. Big it's, difference. It's one, it's one up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so when I was traveling the country, this is the, the first one touchy, t- one no touchy. <laughs> this, uh, when I was traveling the country, uh, just me in the van, um, I ended up, I think I was in like South Dakota. And I actually really like South Dakota. There's a lot of great stuff there. And I was I was trying to slowly wake my make my way from like Sioux City over to the Badlands because I've always wanted to see them, and they're still my favorite. I just like that there's a place called the Badlands. I love everything about the Badlands because when you go up, it's just desert. There's nothing. Yeah. And then you just see like spires. It's like some Lord of the Rings shit. And when I came, there was a storm, but it was only right over the spires. Like it just was the creepiest looking thing ever. And then it just looks like an, an alien planet when you get there. Right. Like, I haven't seen anything else like it in the country. Isn't that where they filmed the, that infamous uh, Star Trek scene with the... No, actually, I think that was California. Is that California? Yeah, okay. they did most of it in California. Because I know there was that one fight where they he fought the bad... The, like, costume and shit. Yeah. yeah. Well, so the Badlands is, like, the reason it's named that was because when you were trying to move out west... Um, that was a ta- territory that you just could not... You couldn't walk through it. It's pretty, you, though. Oh, it's... 
beautiful. But like you can see, you can't walk through it. You can't take wagons through it. You're not taking women and children to go through that. Probably why it's called the Badlands, because the Badlands you can't traverse that Badlands. Exactly. So you know it would be hard to film there for the same reason. Right. But it's fucking gorgeous. gorgeous. Plus, when I fell asleep, we googled you just pictures for went, those listening. Well, I, you know what? I have some good pictures of it too. Um, and uh, and when you fall asleep at night, there's coyotes. Mm-hmm. And you can hear them in the distance, but because of all the spires, everything echoes. So you can't tell how many there are, are. But, yeah, it sounds like there's just thousands of t- coyotes surrounding you in every direction. Yeah. And I don't know why. It's just the chaotic thing. I just, I loved it. I slept so great. It yeah, was wonderful. We, I mean, we had them in Arizona. We lived for several months at the top of a mountain in Arizona. Yeah. And they had coyotes on the mountain. And for whatever reason, it never bothered me. It was just like, oh, yeah, coyotes, whatever. They're like... Don't let your dog out without watching your dog because yeah. owls, falcons, and coyotes. Yeah. But yeah, it was it was one of those things where it's like, this should be disconcerting, but also I will kick the shit out of a coyote. Well, and my situation was a bit different. Like everyone kept telling me to watch out, but I kept the back of my van open and slept under the stars because it was too good to not do. It's like yeah. I don't give a fuck. Like, well, <laughs> and I mean if one comes up and is that aggressive anyway, it's probably going to make a shitload of noise because it's sick. Yeah, and when I'm in a little campground, and yeah. I have a really big fucking knife at this point, so I don't... Really, yeah, you're, you know, you're not that worried about it. Nah, I'm not worried about it. So, no, I love that. So, anyway, I'm making my way from Sioux City to the Badlands, and I stop somewhere for the night. Um, and so my ritual was the best place to stop on the road was Walmart. Most of them are open 24 hours. They've got lighted parking lots. There's usually security at night. Bathrooms. Bath- yeah, and so that's the other thing. You stop, you go in, I can get some food, I can get utilities, I can go to the bathroom. One-stop shop. It's got everything that I need except a shower. Um, so, I mean, people do that, but I wish they wouldn't. Um, <laughs> so, I go in, you know, I use the bathroom, and I get a pack of cigarettes, and I'm like, alright, I'm going to go out. And I haven't talked to anybody in days. Yeah. I don't talk to people a lot on the road. And so I'm really hoping if I smoke a cigarette outside instead of in my car, maybe I can have a smoke with somebody. And my luck, as soon as I walk out, I sit down, pull out a smoke. A girl comes up to me and goes, hey, can I bum a smoke and do you mind if I sit with you? And I was like, sure. Sure. <laughs> right. This is exactly what I want. Here's a smoke. Here's a lighter. Let's talk. And she was very shy at first. She didn't look like a shy person. But the way she was talking to me, she didn't want to give me a lot of information about herself. Yeah. And, you know, she's asking about me. I'm like, yeah, I'm just traveling. I'm just doing the voluntarily homeless thing because I've given up on life. I don't know. And <laughs> and she's just like, um, I was like, do you live here? She's like, yeah, I don't, you know, I don't live far. I'm like, do you work around here? She's like, yeah, you know, I, I do some like personal contracting Modeling. kind of thing. <laughs> and I'm just like, okay, like, so... What exactly is it that you do? And she's like, you know, it's stuff. And I'm like, so is there is there a particular reason that you're not being a little more forthcoming with that? Are you a spy? Like it's just (laughs) right. Like it's just a job. And she's like, a lot of people judge me. I'm like, lady, I'm living out of my car on purpose and traveling aimlessly through the country. First of all, who am I going (laughs) to tell? And B, why the fuck would I give a shit? Like whatever you do, I don't care if you make meth. I don't fucking care and she's like okay well i'm a prostitute i'm like oh 
that's kind of neat. Does that pay well? And she was like, you're really interested? And I'm like, how often do you sit down and have a conversation with a random prostitute? Like, where do you work? And she's like, that corner over there. And I'm like, oh, the one in front of my van. Fantastic. Anyway, so... (laughs) So, of course, you know, like I said, how often do you have this opportunity? So I'm like... I don't know that I've ever seen a whore in front of a Walmart. That's impressive. That's South Dakota. I'm going to stay away from there. So, you know, um, I'm sitting there. I was like, I got to find some good questions to ask her. Because I'm not probably going to have this opportunity again so i'm like what is like the weirdest thing anybody's paid you to do that's that's a great question right and she's like well there's this one guy that pays me pretty regularly like still who like it's a and it's a lot of money which is the only reason that i do it but i go to his apartment and you know he's really nice and like we have dinner and just talk and then afterwards like he pulls out a bowl of fresh fruit and takes his pants off and bends over and has me chuck the fruit into his anus as hard as I can. So, like, at it or, like, she at has it. to put it in No, it? no, no, at it. Okay, that's much better. She is she is baseball pitching oranges at a dude's asshole. Yeah. <laughs> I am fascinated and horrified, yeah. and I want to know more. Yeah, I was just, I was just sitting there and I was like... How I don't often, know how you get there. How often does this happen? She's like, you know, it's like maybe once or twice a month. And I'm like, so he just gives you like a few hundred dollars to just chuck fruit at his ass. And she's like, I, I thought it was really weird at first, but he keeps paying me and it's pretty easy. I don't really have to do much. So get a meal and get to throw something. Get to throw. Yeah. I was like, I mean, I would take that. I mean, yeah, I guess. Sure. Why not? That's a, that was a great fucking hit. I was like, what kind of fruit is it? It's like, you throwing like. I mean, are, Mandarin oranges, are you throwing, or? like, strawberries at him? Or she's like, no, we're talking about, like, full oranges. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> Can you make her quest? Like, I'd like to chuck a watermelon at your ass. Yeah, I was like, is there a variety? She's like, yeah, sometimes there's a couple different ones. And I'm just <laughs> like, cocktails. Just whatever he bought that week, I don't know. Usually not canned. It's, uh, you know, <laughs> depends on what the grocery store had on sale, I suppose. Like... <laughs> Really prefers bananas. I don't know. So that's the story of the time that I had a conversation with a random prostitute. <laughs> wow. We were just talking about uh, one of our friends asking questions so, to a prostitute. So, we don't want to say names, though. Yeah, yeah. So, so one of my buddies from um, from college, he decided he was he was going to school don't be for Bert Kreischer. <laughs> yeah, he was going to school for. Well, I've been trying to stick to just you know, generic first names, but with this one, so he went to school with us for like, was it music production, music engineering, something like that. And he decided to come, uh, like live right down the street from me, uh, because I live right outside of Baltimore. So, you know, Baltimore is a good scene to try and get a start. And he figured, Hey, I'll go live near some friends. I'll try to get a new start Good place. I know people. Yeah. You know, I'll try to find a job there and get my start. And I'm like, yeah, dude, that would be awesome. Like, you know, I would love to hang out with some people from college afterwards. And uh, luckily, at the same time, uh, I had just uh, ended a relationship with somebody. And I didn't know what to do besides go to the bar. So I kept taking my my neighbor out to the bar until his mom got mad that he wasn't doing all of the house chores for her and kicked him out. And I was like, hey, I got a roommate for you. So <laughs> nice. So so I, they start living together. I start hanging out there all the time, and he's trying to 
explore, you know, just all around Baltimore. He started trying to get some jobs out there and whatnot. And he's driving around one night, and he's in this, like, shitty 90s GL. Like, it is a real shit car, As anyway. you do. That is, like, the quintessential <laughs> shit car. Car, yeah. And someone broke into it, which is the worst part. Oh, of course. <laughs> because that's... Because somebody driving a Geo it, has good stuff. Yeah. That's the, area, that's the area I grow up in. That's that's what people do. So, that's like robbing a Dollar General. Like, nobody robs anything significant where I live. Everybody's just petty and stupid. Like, it's just... <laughs> I feel like that's a nationwide <laughs> issue. So, uh... So anyway, he's driving through Baltimore City, and um, you know he's got his windows down. He's always jamming the music, and he's at a stoplight. And uh, this this lady walks over to, to his window. Now he's not stupid, and like, I can just picture him being so innocent asking yeah, these questions. See, he, he when he talks, the way he talks and the way he asks questions is very innocent. But he's not naive, and he's not stupid. He's incredibly oh. smart, so he knows who she is. Like but he, he's he's nice to a fault. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So he knows, you know, what's going on here, right? He knows what she's doing. Yes. And but he and he's just like, look up front, I'm not gonna pay you. Like I don't have any money, but like I have some questions. I'm curious. <laughs> Cause he's like me. Like, yeah. I have to use this opportunity. So he's just sitting there asking her, like, let's just say I wanted like a blowjob. How much is that? And just goes on from there. Do you have a menu? Yeah, like, like, how do you get (laughs) the prices? Like, what's the... Does it go with the economy? Are there stocks? Like... (laughs) But it's, you know, it gets more ridiculous because it goes from, like, you know, what's how much is a hand job to, like, let's say I wanted you to give me a handy while spanking me while I salute to the (laughs) Star Spangled Banner. How much would that cost? You know, like... (laughs) These are the questions. These are the questions. I feel like this should have been recorded. (laughs) Yeah, I was really upset because, you know... He's a big stoner, so of course he did not remember enough details of the story for me to uh, to give more. That's uh, so great, though. Like, what an opportunity. <laughs> this is the reason, this is one of the only reasons I like, I don't like to go to the city for the same reasons other people go to the city. No, it's more to be entertained by the people there. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah I don't... It's like going to the airport isn't fun but it's interesting to people watch yeah like when i go to baltimore like if i take someone to baltimore like you guys like we're gonna go to the inner harbor or fells point because if you're a tourist or a child those are interesting places yeah if you grew up there and you've seen them you've seen them right there's it's not that interesting right so i used to my school was in a town that was right it used to be a train stop like my entire town only exists because of railroads, even though we don't care about them anymore. Yeah. And the only railroad that we still had got turned into what to call what they call the light rail, which just takes yeah. you from the suburbs to the city. Well, and like where you're at right now, like our city is based around the railroad. Everyone that was here, like my grandmother's family, her dad worked in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Everybody took the train, the South Shore Line, into Chicago. And our main brewery is based in a South Shoreline building, and it's called Shoreline. Yeah. So, it, yeah, yeah, I, I same, get it. Same situation, yeah. yeah. So, um, what I used to do, because my school was right next to it, I would skip school, and I would just go jump on the light rail and go hang out in Baltimore for the day. Yeah. Why not? Um, and I, it, it wasn't crazy expensive when we were younger like it is now. Well, honestly. Or at least it, it, here it is. And it was really good to get the girls. Yeah. Because... They'd be like, we're going we're gonna to sneak out of school? Yeah, aren't you worried about getting caught? 
Well, considering I've been doing it for the past 120 days straight, no, not really. No. Like, yeah. Track record's pretty good. <laughs> haven't been caught yet. <laughs> um, so I was like, no, no, I got it, it's fine. So, you know, we skip school and then get on the light rail and it's like, oh no, we're true it and all that. And I'm like, dude, chill the fuck out. So, you know, they just like the, the danger. So I'm, I'm walking with my girlfriend at the time uh, one day. We're going through Baltimore City and I'm, I, I ran into a homeless couple. And the guy comes up and asks me for money. And his, like, girlfriend is standing behind him. Like, she doesn't want to be near us. And she makes it very clear very quickly. It's because we're white. Oh, good. He couldn't fucking care less. He just wants some money, right? Yeah. And, and I'm like, dude, I'm I'm in high school. I'll be honest. Like, I am fucking broke. Yeah. Like, I'm skipping school right now. We I'm as poor as you are. We don't have any fucking money. Like, the only reason I have a house is because I'm not old enough to be on the streets yet. That's, right. That's pretty much it. And he was like, oh, no shit. And he was wearing a Led Zeppelin shirt. Yeah. And I was like, dude, I fucking love Zeppelin. So we just start talking about music. So my girlfriend's tugging on me like, dude, can we get away from the scary black homeless people? And his wife is sitting there like literally yelling in the middle of the street like, hurry up with them damn white kids. Let's get going. Like just fucking. Meanwhile, yeah. me and him are both telling them both to shut the fuck up. While we're sitting there like, dude, what about ACDC? Like, <laughs> you're right. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, we're having a conversation. Fucking relax. We're talking music. You can relax. Nothing's that important right now. <laughs> no, yeah, I definitely love the people in the city more than I See, love I, any of the I attractions never had, or anything. I never had interactions like that in Chicago. Like, I've only had people, like, try to accost us and, like, people try to, like, wash our windshield and get some money. Like, forcibly. Or, like, shine our shoes. Tennis shoes, mind you. Um, be like, no, really, they don't need black shoe polish on them. Thank you. Um, you know, and they're like, you gotta pay me. I did it. You know? Yeah. That's, and like a lady pull a gun out of her trunk after somebody hits her, um, like hits her car. Like we never, I've never had a positive interaction in Chicago. A lot of the people that I know haven't had positive interactions in Baltimore. And not, not to say like. I've asked people for directions in Chicago as a kid and not had problems like that. But, right. like, I've but there's never, just, like, I've never there's like, like neutral encounters and yeah. then there's, like, super positive encounters. Yeah, no, I've only had, like, neutral and, like, super negative or, like, <laughs> witnessed, like, the extreme yeah. of, like, people pulling guns out. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've seen shit like that, too, especially the part of Baltimore that hits our county. It yeah. gets real bad. But... <clears throat> I think one of the problems is, like, people don't get in fights with me. I shut that shit down. Like, I don't engage with people. I get in fights with people. And my fights are usually very quick. Yeah. I don't fight anybody for a prolonged period of time. I'm not fighting anybody I'm not going to win against. Yeah, so... Because we were talking about Black Friday earlier. And I want people to know, and you you can uh, attest to this because you've been shopping with me. I try to get out of people's way... I'm usually very nice. You do the opposite of what I do. Yeah, I I am one of the most. Well, and not to say that I'm not nice, but I'm not going to. I go, go out of my. Way. I go out of my way to not be a nuisance to because it's one of those like I want to treat other people how I want to be treated, and I want people to not be in my fucking way. I'm not going to. So run, I don't no, get in so people's way. Don't you know get me I mean? wrong, though. I'm not going to run into people on purpose. purpose, right? But if somebody is determined to run into me. I'm not going to move because they think I should. So, that's where this story goes. So, yeah. I'm going Black Friday shopping. And keep in mind, this is when I'm drinking a lot. Like, this is during my drinking phase. 
I go to Black Friday shopping with my mom. And we're in a department store, which I couldn't care less about at all. And so I'm just walking around, looking at stuff, just yeah. passing the time. I'm just enjoying being You're awake 2 o'clock in the morning. Shit. Right, yeah. yeah. And I'm looking at, like, I think it's, like, jewelry or something in, like, a girl's department. I'm just looking at the pretty colors and shit. And clearly, I'm not even looking. I'm not picking anything up. I'm not trying to right. buy a fucking thing. And some lady comes up to me. She has to be, like, 70 or 80 years old. And her cart is full of crap. And she comes up to me and she looks at me looking at it. Like, and I'm a short distance away. Like, I'm walking towards it, but I'm very close to it. Yeah. So she runs up quickly and pushes her cart in front of me and, like, hits me with it. So she can block me from looking at the jewelry before her. Yep. Which, if she had just said, like, hey, I want to look at those, I'd be like, I'm not buying. You have fun. Like, I don't care. It's all you. It's all you. Who gives a shit? I don't give a shit. There's no, there's not even anyone else here. There's not a crowd, you know? But if somebody pushes a cart into me, I'm going to push the cart back into them. No. So she pushed the cart. She didn't look like she could bend down very well. Well, that's her problem. Yeah. So she had a cart full of shit, and I was like, motherfucker, and I took her cart, threw that shit on the ground, (laughs) and all of her stuff goes flying all over the store. And I'm like, fuck you, bitch, learn some manners, and just walked off. (laughs) No, I've had, uh, I've had less extreme issues at the grocery store. So there's a lot of older people that shop at our local grocery store here. Yeah. And, like, I'm usually in, I know exactly what I'm picking up, and, like, I do pick up now most of the time. Like, I don't go in and get stuff. I don't do the pickup thing, like, but I'm the same way. I go in and get my yeah, shit and get out. Like, if I need, like, butter, I'll go in and buy a fucking block of butter and walk out. I'll mm-hmm. buy the pound of butter and leave. Yeah. But, like, years ago, they didn't have the pickup thing. You couldn't schedule a pickup, and they just drop the shit in your car and you leave, which is great, by the way. Because mm-hmm. um, you can be like, I'm going to go to the grocery store at 4 o'clock. They're going to load my car up with the bullshit that I needed. I don't have to walk around and look at the stupid, ugly people. It's great. I don't have to wear a mask because they put it in my car. Um, Gotta stand up for a bit. But uh, it's... Back in the day, we constantly would have to contest with grumpy elderly people that you could walk around and witness ramming their carts into each other's carts. Yeah. And, like, just being generally kind of shitty. I usually see that at, like, Walmart. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, our grocery store was really, really bad about this for about a year. And I just had this this fucking, like, angry middle-aged guy ram his cart into ours. Like, I'm, like, fucking looking at balsamic vinegar or some bullshit. Like, just, what the hell is that? Like, I'd never seen it. You know, you're just like, well, that's weird. Looking yeah, at huh. the, you know? Yeah. Not paying attention. And your cart's there. It's not, like, in the middle or anything. They could go around. And the guy was like... I need that. Move. And I was like, and the guy is like smaller than me, just middle-aged, looked like he could have been a lawyer, you know, dressed well. Pushes his cart into mine, you know, and he's like up on it, like belly to the cart. And I just fucking pushed the cart into him and knocked him down. And he's like, I'm going to sue you. And I'm like, you just rammed your cart into me, you stupid motherfucker. I should beat you to death right now. (laughs) And he's just like, He's like, what? And I was like, go away. Shoot. And he just like got up and walked away. And I was like, Jesus, like what is wrong with people? I, like people lose their mind for no reason. Yeah. For no, like working retail, I, I understand that. Like, I was completely complacent. Like 
not being mean, like not even interacting with this person who just decided I'm going to fucking ram my card into this guy and be like, get out of the way. And I'm like, I will beat you to death. Yeah. What is wrong with you? That's, that's kind of how I am. Like, I am aggressively, like, pacifist, like, all the time. Like, I don't want to get anyone's way. Yeah. I don't, I don't I ask people for more. I don't want anybody to bother me. Yeah, I don't want to bother anybody. I, I try to, like, need and want as little things as possible yeah. all the time. And when I do get angry, I get explosively well, angry. And you know how I am. Yeah. I'm the same way, where it's like, I'm typically at, like, a five all the time. And then there's no, like, seven. It's like, I'm a five, everything's fine, nothing's great, nothing's terrible, and now I have to kill you. So you go from, like, five to ten, as to where yeah. I go from, like, two to ten. Yeah. Where it's just, like, like my, my roommates laugh at me all the time, because I'll go into uh, the living room, and I'm not actually sure if anyone's in the bathroom. So I just kind of hang out for a minute and, like, wait to see what's going on. Or if someone's in there, I'll just, like, stand there for a few minutes. It's like, well, like, if they're in the hallway. Yeah. And I need to go that way, I'll just stand there and wait for them to not be in the hallway anymore. Right. And she'll just look at me and be like, do you need to use the restroom? And I'm like, yeah. She's like, you could just say so. I'm like, there's no rush. I could just wait. Like, yeah. <laughs> no big deal. Like, that's how I, like, it not bothers me. A lot of my friends are very confrontational. Which is good for me. It's one of the reasons I have a lot of the friends that I have. Well, I'm, um, ve- I'm very anti-confrontational. But I, that's, like, I, that's I how I am. Like I, I stay away from that. But like, if somebody brings it to me, me, like, I can be the biggest dick in the world. Sure, but it's good to have confrontational friends. Yeah, because they'll have the balls to do shit that like you would like to see happen, but you're not gonna do personally. Right. You know, it, it's always fun to watch. <laughs> Oh, it's... That's why America's Funniest Videos was a thing. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so... Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, think, uh, I think a lot of people go to public places looking for a problem. I, I don't think a lot of people go into a grocery store just for groceries. They go in there because they either want to talk to their friends that they don't see elsewhere, like elderly folks... They go because, like, I want to see Bill, and I know I'll run into him at the grocery store. Um, and then you have people that go somewhere because they want to get into an argument. I don't know that people actually do that. Because no, I've, never, I've never met anyone like that, you know, so I, I don't know that that's a thing. But I think a lot of people just get stuck inside their heads. Well, and every, and everything just, is a big deal to them. Well, yeah, everything gets built up because they're angry about something. Right. And then when they can, well, and, they just explode it okay. onto somebody, so, you know? So, Joe Rogan articulated this perfectly. Like, we were just talking about, like, I typically sit at a five where I'm, like, generally even keel, just nothing great, nothing bad, whatever, fucking who cares. Yeah. Just, I'm in and I'm out, don't bother me, please, you know... And even if somebody, if there's a minor inconvenience or somebody does something stupid, I don't fucking care. Somebody cuts me off in traffic, well, look Flip at that, yell, yeah. and then you're done. Not even. <laughs> I mean, not even that. Well, it's Just, like it's like what we did earlier with that one person. Like we're in the left turn lane, and they go yeah. around you, and, and you're just, just like, "Look, look at this. fuck is that shit? Yeah, look <laughs> at this stupid motherfucker." I'm not yelling at the person, but I'll comment on the dumb bitch. Yeah, like what? What you just, the hell? You just gotta let out your frustration of I can't believe someone's that goddamn stupid. Like, yeah, it, it's more of a an exclamation of like disbelief than it is anger. I'm just like, 
what in the actual fuck just happened now? I guess I don't have any d- disbelief. <laughs> I don't know how you do living here, because I've seen what your traffic is like over right. a couple of days. It's like, <laughs> like, fucking, like, well, there's levels of fucking stupid bullshit, but, <laughs> and that's pretty low. Um, but no, just like, what the actual fuck? Like, disbelief yeah. level of, maybe that's six, you know? Yeah. Like, I'm at a five, that's a six. I go between those. And then, like, happy, like, you know, like, oh, my God, thank you so much. Like, I can't believe it. You're so nice. Whatever. That, that's like a six or seven. But to quote Joe Rogan, some people just walk around at a ten all the time. And it takes the tiniest thing. Somebody glares at them. They're at 9.5 and they're yeah. just waiting for the they're, ten they're to go off. They're <laughs> looking for that issue to just start streaming. Like, I'm out in the kayak the other night. Just... Fucking floating around, fishing, catching a fish, happy as shit. And I'm just fucking paddling around, catching some fish. And these people are over at the bank, you know, casting, don't know a goddamn thing about what they're doing. Just, they got a fishing reel that you hold the right side up, like, you know, thumb button on your thumb. They've got it upside down. <laughs> just no, no idea, what, idea they're what they're doing it's a right-handed reel and they're reeling with their left hand <laughs> just not a clue and i'm just like dude i'm glad they're out here i'm so happy that those people are fishing i'm not gonna correct them like they're not gonna catch any of your fish they're not gonna catch a <laughs> fucking cold um but i'm i'm just happy they're out there and I see this car pull up, and this fucking white trash-looking bitch jumps out of the car with her fucking short shorts on and a tank top that's two sizes too small, and she looks like she ate a dozen cheeseburgers. Real quick, do you have a small needle metal piece, something I can scrape with? Um, I do. Hold on. Please hold. Um, Will an Allen wrench work? Probably, yeah. Yeah, I don't need much. Just need something straight. too big? Yeah, it'll be fine. Um, so, this lady jumps out, starts screaming incoherently at this guy about, like, you're here with this bitch, you know, just obvious, jealous ex-girlfriend bullshit. Right. Screaming at this guy in public, and he's like, I'm just here trying to fish, like... I don't want anything to do with you. We've been done for weeks. What are, why are you here? And they're screaming at each other. And it's just like, I'm watching this unfold. Like, the most ridiculous bullshit. And she obviously drove around looking for him, knowing where he was going to be generally. And just gets angry eventually, grabs the fishing rod out of his hand, throws it in the lake, and like, <laughs> fuck you, I'm done with you. Obviously not. And gets back in the car and they drive off, like, peel out. And I'm just like, okay, well, tonight I guess I got a show as well. We we've, we have moments, and I really need to put, like, a dash cam on my car because we just call it, like, the core of Glen Burnie. Yeah. Like, when people go full Glen Burnie, all, like, so we had one of the, we had this instance about a year ago. Uh, me and my friend are going through Taco Bell. And the car in front of us. Like, they pull up to get their order, and then there you pull up a little more, and there's a stop sign, and then you can get out of the parking lot. Yeah. And so, they get up to the stop sign, and then the side door opens, and the passenger gets out, and it's just this, like, little gangbanger-looking dude. And he's just like, hey, yo, fuck you, man, whatever, fuck you! And the dude in the car is just like, yo, get the fuck out of you piece of shit, motherfucker! 
And I'm like, I don't know who. Classic. Who's getting with? Who's getting the tacos anyway? Anyway, so like, <laughs> and like one dude just starts walking some random direction. The car goes the other direction. I'm like, who are they? What were they yelling about that like they got all the way through the Taco Bell line? Yeah, did somebody? But it order? ended right as they got their order. Oh, and, I'd be upset. Right, and then, and then they both go separate directions. Like, where are either of you going? Like, I just want to know more, but I know it's a terrible story. I'd like, be upset. <laughs> like. Oh, but I wanted my tacos. <laughs> Where would have been, like if I was to do the car would have at least like thrown the taco at him or no. something like that. Yeah. <laughs> like hit him with a taco. <laughs> God, I wish more people would throw tacos. At me. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. But uh, gosh, I was going to mention something now and I totally forgot. Um, fuck, I totally forgot what I was going to mention. Well, in the meantime, I, I can go through because I got a, I got a fucking series of these uh, random stories from when I was traveling. Um, I have I have friends that moved from Maryland to like all over the country. Yeah, and then of course I have friends like you that I met in college. Um, they haven't moved anywhere. Yeah, they haven't moved, <laughs> moved anywhere. They were just already in other parts of the country. Yeah. So one of the buddies that grew up in my neighborhood, like most of his family, moved to Kentucky. They're the people I used yeah. to go see when I lived here. Um, but one of the, there was like a family of like seven and one of the brothers moved all the way out to California. Oh wow. Yeah. And he met some girl out there and, uh, As you do. I started coming towards California and I was like, dude, I don't know anybody on the West coast. Yeah. Um, and I don't know what, I don't know what the fuck to do here. Like, I don't care about California. Like still, <laughs> I, I was like, you know, it'd be really great is if I could like not pay $11 to shower and like maybe get some real food. That sounds all right. Right. And so I hit him up, because he was already, like, I think he hit me up a couple states back and was like, hey man, how you been? Like, he hits me up once or twice a right, year. Right, just checking in. Just checking in. And uh, he was like, I was like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm just traveling the country, I'm on the West Coast. He's like, oh shit, dude, we're in San Diego, you should definitely come, like, stay with us, we'll hang out, we'll ride dirt bikes or something. And I'm like, yeah. Great. Sounds fun. I don't, you well, know. I'd love to get a shower. <laughs> that, yeah, I was like, that's what I told him. I was like, dude, as long as I get a shower and sleep in a bed, honestly, that's fine. He's like, well, a couch too? I'm like, whatever. I'm sleeping in a van, dude. So <laughs> it's an upgrade. And most of my friends, you know, don't have a lot of money. So right. I'm used to very, I'm, I'm used to regular houses, right? Yeah. So I'm driving out to San Diego and I'm following this address that he gives me and I'm pulling up at like dusk. Yeah. And it's starting to get a little hard to read the signs and I'm going up this mountain and the houses are getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Yeah. And I'm like... I don't know, and I finally look at, I get to the address, and I'm in front of this large gate with a mansion on the hill in the background, and I call him up, and I'm like, all right, dude, I'm at the address you gave me, but are you sure this is your house? Because I think I'm in the wrong are place. You sure this is your house? Like, this, I, I don't think I'm in the right place. He's like, this place, and then you see, like, the giant house on the hill and whatnot. I'm like, yeah, he's like, yeah, no, that's our place. And I'm like, keep in mind, like, I'm sorry if they if they hear this. I'm sure they already fucking know. I love them to death. They were all family growing up, but that family was very white trash in nature. Like that 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 was one of the ones where like my buddy was the oldest and he didn't get a present every Christmas because they didn't have enough money yeah. for all the other kids. So I was not expecting this at right. all. You were not expanding expecting the mansion the on mansion the mansion at the top of the hill on yeah. San Diego. Yeah. I was like, all right. So I go up there, he's like yeah, so this is my girlfriend, and her family owns a ton of shit, and this is their house. And I'm like, okay, all right, that makes 
I I understand now. He actually, I went to their wedding too. They got married a couple years ago. And Congratulations to him. Yeah. So, <laughs> and a lot of the other family didn't seem to like her, but she was perfectly nice to me. So she I, seems great already. I love her. She was always nice to me, so I, I don't care one way or the other. Um, yeah, no, I went up there and they have the like speakers that can play in every room of the house and outside. Yeah. You know? You've got like multiple rooms that you've got, I swear to God, washer and dryers from the future. Yeah. There's a large in-ground pool with like statues and shit. I'm like, what the uh, fuck is I'll, this shit? I'll take you by the the uh, duplicate house tomorrow. We have one over here that my grandma used to clean. <laughs> well, and so we go. I, 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 we, yeah. we, we sit in the pool a little bit, we drink a little bit, we go to sleep. Great. I wake up the next day and like... Hey, also, what's he talking about a couch if you got a mansion? Like, they not have spare bedrooms? I, no, I think they were doing some renovations or something. Yeah. So they were they were doing renovations because they were going to get married. Oh, okay. And so they the parents were... The, so the property's big, I'm getting to that. But they were building stuff for them right, right, and right. whatnot. Um, so, you know, I crash. I wake up the next morning. And they're like... So, do you have any plans or anything? I'm like, not really. I kind of do whatever the fuck I want. Like, I'll leave whenever you want me to leave. I don't You're really care. You're literally driving around the country, country doing whatever you want. Yeah, I have no time frame. Yeah. He's like, well, you want to, like, hang out for a while and then go see what's in San Diego? And I'm like, yeah, sounds good to me. So, we go out and he's like, so we're going to walk a couple feet this way. And we get past, like, the couple of trailers they have. They're putting some tiny houses there. And they've got this big shed, like, warehouse-sized shed. That's just like four wheelers and boats and yeah. bullshit. So he showed me all the four wheelers yep. and we go outside and he's like, okay, this is our land. And it's just like miles of dirt hills all over the place. He's like, this is why we have dirt bikes, you know? Yeah. <laughs> that was a good, that was a good time. That sounds yeah. fun. It was, it was a lot of fun. I like hanging out with him and I, I feel bad that I don't talk to him much, but aside from like you and Butters, I don't talk to anybody much. That's fair. To be fair. Um, I mean, yeah. honestly, like, of all the people that i known from school, like, high school, at, like, I went to boarding school, so I, I'm closer with most of my high school friends than most people are with high school friends, because I lived with them for four years. Yeah. Um, but, like, between high school and college, like, you're pretty much the only person I talk to from any school. Like... We just don't really have a big group of friends. It's it's basically you and Ashley's family. Um, and Ashley has, like, one really close friend as well. Which, she's nice, but she's very different from me. Um, you know, I I don't think you met her. I, Cindy is her name. I, I don't think you I met her. I know you've talked about her. I don't know um, that I've met her. But she's she's like Ashley's best friend. Like they lived in college together, and she, I think she she did. She came over one time when I was because probably we, we, me and her were actually talking about this earlier. Yeah, and she did come over at one point. I probably don't think I talked to her a lot, but yeah, no, she's she's different. Um, but she's super nice, like a very nice person. Um, but she's very different. Like she she's super into. She's kind of nerdy. Like she was a big WoW nerd, and she loves her pet rats and rabbits. Like her already. I mean, I love rats. I, I love to torment her that I love to hunt rabbits. Um, <laughs> I literally, when I at some point when I was traveling in the van, I had rats. I had rats in the van with me. That's unfortunate. No, I, I bought a, I bought a couple. Oh, they weren't like they just 
climbed in. You know, I actually went to a rat breeder. Oh, okay. I went to <laughs> actually. I think that's I, different than than they just climbed in. I think I actually gotten rid of them before I got into California because yeah. they weren't adjusting They're to road life. Yeah, um, but I. You know what? I remember you talking about this I, now that you mentioned because it was that. when I was in Florida because I went to a rat breeder in Florida yeah. and got a, I had a blue Russian and just a regular. I don't know what the regular I, is. I couldn't tell you a breed of a rat. Rats are fucking awesome. No, they're they're very smart. Oh my god! I just don't want them anywhere near me. They're actually really cute. I don't care. I love them. I the know. black plague. No, but that's street rats, though. Yeah, I don't it's care. a different breed of rat. When they're out in the wild, they're all rats. But it's, no, it's like it's like a fucking like rabies coyote versus this adorable. You're football. not wrong. You know, I like... just don't care. <laughs> I I don't have a problem with rats, and like. It's it's kind of like comparing ferrets to weasels, like just yeah. like generic weasels, like they kill animals. I mean, and ferrets suck anyway. We were talking about that earlier. Ferrets too. are kind of assholes. We, yeah, we, we were talking about your ferrets because she was like, "Did you play with them?" I'm like, "No, I fucking hated his ferrets." My like, ferrets <laughs> were nice. That's your fault. My, your ferrets, your ferrets were not nice to me. They did not bite. No, they stole my shit. Tried to chew through oh, my they, shoes. Dude, I had to find my fucking keys fucking every day. Smelled like garbage. No, they were assholes, but they were <laughs> yeah. they were fun assholes. They were cute. That's what I look for in a personality: is a fun asshole. <laughs> a fun asshole. <laughs> I mean, Tell, you know what? I want to say that, I want to, say that to a girl in a bar. You know what I love? You know what I look for in a relationship is a fun asshole. Like <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> oh, that, that's what I look for. It's a fun asshole. Um, but no, it's I I do rem- I didn't think about that until just now that you had the rats when you were driving around. Mm-hmm. That terrible decision, by the way. Pets while you're driving around the country seems like a bad decision, other than like a small dog. Well, no, we, I, mean, I was going to say we did it the second time because the second time I traveled yeah. was in the Winnebago, uh, and we had two dogs. Yeah, so a Winnebago was a big difference than a van. It was. So, I've had a lot of people tell me, like, I don't know how you did that, or I don't understand how people could, like, live in that. Like, well, a lot of people do that. Right. But, they, but people don't understand, because they're used to houses. And yeah. they're like, but that's such a small space. And I was like, you know what? I thought the same thing, but I'm the kind of person that doesn't, I already don't complain about small spaces You in spend the first 90% place. of your time in a small space anyway. Well, I prefer small spaces. Yeah. So, when I first started getting high in Florida, I actually had this problem where I couldn't be outside. Because there were no walls. And I didn't like... It was too much space. I didn't like it. So, I I can't stand being in places like Colorado. Because I can't stand being enclosed by mountains. I feel like I'm trapped. And if something goes wrong, I can't get away easily. And I have to be near water. For me, I like... I, I My inclination when anything happens is to hide. Because I'm very fucking good at hiding. Like, I used to give people borderline heart attacks at work by just being me. Because I would just, like, walk into a room. I could stand in someone's office in front of their desk for, like, a full minute and be like, Hey, I need help. And they'd be like, Oh, God! When the fuck did you get here? Like, I'm a living ghost. I swear to God. So, like, I love enclosed places. Because it's like, if there's a bunch of, like, corners and walls, yeah. like, I'll just hide somewhere. Like, I don't Colorado care. made me nervous when we drove through on our way to Arizona. Because I was just like, I constantly felt trapped. I was yeah. like, I don't know how people live here. Because if, if you live in this town, you have to, like, drive through mountains and passes that might or might not be open. You might not be able to get out in the winter. You might be just be stuck where you're at for six months. That actually kind of sounds like something I'd want. 
I'm not gonna. I'll be honest. That like that sounds and, like it's it for me. See, and I that makes me nervous. I need, I need water nearby. I need a large body of water. Well, you you're, you're pretty used to that. I grew I mean, up like by a body of water. I mean, like, it's I grew because up by, of how I was raised. Yeah, I mean, I grew up by the Chesapeake Bay, but like I didn't go out to it a lot. Like water was I a spent, significant portion no, of see, my life. I spent all of my early life the, right. on the water. Right. I did nothing like until I was like twelve. I did nothing but fish. See, I spent nothing. Mo- I spent most of my time in the woods. Yeah, like we were all playing like well, and that's the funny like thing. tag or like taking our like, bikes off of ramps. We were or something. never in the woods. Yeah, I was, that's all I was in. I was, I was never in the woods. I was always on the water. Always, <laughs> just we're on a boat so we or know, we're on the beach. So we know who the, who's the earthbender and who's the waterbender. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was I was always on the beach and I was always in the water, and like I learned to swim when I was like four years old. Because they threw me in the fucking pool, and then they threw me in Lake Michigan, and they were like, hope you can swim, and I could. See, while you were figuring out water, I was learning how to set things on fire. I mean, I, I knew I, how to do that, too. I don't... I mean, we set a lot of big epic... Like, all we did was set things I on fire. I was cooking fire. fish when I was, like, six years old. Yeah, no, old. we weren't cooking fish. We were setting sewer pipes on fire, yeah. and, like, alerting the fire See, department. I, I was like, that's always, what we were doing. Well, and I was always by myself. Yeah, it was I was always just me. I always had a, a posse of retards. No, see, I I had no friends until I went to school, like elementary school, and even then, none of my friends lived nearby. So I only ever saw my friends when I'm in school. Wait, you had another, and then you had another. So also, trait going for you is that you were always a big person, as yeah. to where like I'm getting back to where I was, but right. I was always a very scrawny well, individual. So my first instinct when I go. Any, pick a, right. a job at any location. I'll, if, if I'm going to be at a bus stop for an hour, I will find someone to be friends with, and then I will stay near that person until I go to another place. Well, so, and the other thing is, all of my time at home was spent on the lake and in the water. The other half of my time, like my weekends, I grew up in the inner city in South Bend. I knew nobody but black people. <laughs> Everybody was black except for me and the albino black kid. And I didn't know that he was black. I, it never occurred to me. He was white. His hair was white. His eyes were pink. It was just a weird white. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, I, he's albino. I knew that. Like, he told us, like, oh, I'm an albino. But you could see that as being, like, separate or, I, like, off-white rather than being, like, you don't class that in with black. No. Necessary. Yeah. Yeah. I was just like, oh, no, he's white. Like, not like me, but he's white. Right. But it never mattered. Like, I didn't make the distinction. Yeah, none of that should ever matter to me until, but, like, like, middle school. everybody was black except for me. And I was like, why am I so white? Like, <laughs> I didn't get it. You know what? I ask that question to myself all the time. Why am I so white? <laughs> like, I, I didn't understand, like, why they were darker than I was. And I never understood because, like... When I'd go over to my friend's house in the inner city, and I spent, like, tons of weekends there, like, almost every weekend there, and we'd walk around the neighborhood and play games and baseball and, you know, whatever fucking dumb bullshit you do in the streets, ride bikes and get in fights and do stupid bullshit, and it never made a damn bit of difference what color anybody was. Nobody ever brought it up. Nobody was like, why is the white guy here? When you're younger... Uh, unless you have very racist parents, like, yeah. race don't really come into it. And, like, so, once you guys find some common interest, that's all you're talking about anyway. Right. It's skateboards it, and video games and whatever music We were into Dragon to. Ball Z, and that's all that mattered. Yeah, sure. Nothing made a difference. 
And I legitimately didn't know that there was any difference. And it actually never occurred to me until probably 20 years after that the albino black kid, I was chatting with him because I ran into him at a job I had. He was a, a server at a restaurant that I was a marketing manager for. And I'm like, hey, dude, how are you? Like, I fucking remember you from 25 years ago. Holy shit, how are you? You know, like, you are very clearly this person. Yeah. Like, it's not. <laughs> I'm not mistaken. Yeah. <laughs> and he's got dreadlocks. Like, albino. Like, no, with dreadlocks? Albino yeah. dreadlocks. That might stick out a little bit, yeah. But, like, his whole family was black, and it never, I mean, he's, he's albino. That kind of adds to the confusion. Has pink eyes. Yeah. Like, very albino. Never occurred to me that it made a goddamn bit of difference, because it didn't. But he's very black in culture. Yeah. Which I love, by the way. Like, <laughs> one of my best friends ever growing up. And, uh, you know, he's like, he's like, I'm okay, man, but, like, albino people go blind. Oh. People don't know that. He I mean, that like, makes sense. Like, yeah. they told me I'm probably going to go blind because <laughs> of how sensitive my eyes are. Theirs yeah. are even more sensitive than that, so that makes a lot of sense. Because he's got the pink eyes. Right. So he's very nearly blind, and he's a dishwasher, because he can't see anything. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, dude, like, can't you, you know, is there something you can do? Like, can't you get, like, benefits or something? And he's like, yeah, dude, but I can work. I can see. Like, I can see enough to wash dishes. So until he's blind. Yeah. Blind, blind. He's yeah, not going yeah, to yeah. ask for help. And I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ, that's dark. Like, we grew up together. Like, why are you in this situation? But it's just, there's nothing you can do. Yeah. Like, sure he was not. just born that way. And it never, as kids, none of that shit registers. No, you don't think about it. It, it doesn't. Yeah. People are like, oh, you're born that way. You know, people are born racist. It's not true. Like, not even a little bit. No, it's, it's really. I, it never even occurred to me that my friends were black. So, and like, I, the neighborhoods that I hung out in were black. Like, the culture was never different. Like, we were all into the same shit. So, I I know I, I've, I've told you this before. I don't know if I've ever said it on the podcast before. But, like, when I was growing up, you know, my area is very densely populated. There's a lot of military. You know, we're between three major cities. Um, so, you know, we, had, we always had a very diverse mix. Yeah. Like, yeah, it was always mostly white people. But there yeah. was, like, Asians, Hispanics. The country is. Uh, you know, there's... The country is, like, 50%... White, right? And my state, and especially where I am in my state, is it's very eighty percent white. Very representative of what most of the country is like, where you have yeah. that big, large mix of of different cultures and ethnicities. Right. Um, and all I did growing up, because the thing that me and my dad bonded on was comic books. It was all comic books and video games for me. Right. And like in the comics, yeah, everybody like looks differently. People, like, have different powers or, like, you know, because of the way they're born or whatever. And you're just like, cool. People yeah, are weird see. like that. People are different. And so that was kind of my perspective on the world. Because, yeah. you know, I had a very Christian upbringing. So to me, you know, you treat your fellow man right. And everybody's everybody's well, God's children. So I don't ever think. Yeah. I didn't divide people up. And then the fact that people look different wasn't weird because it was like, yeah, that's how they are in all my stories, too. Like, I thought... Right. Oh, it, well... It seemed to line up. There was no difference. I mean, I, and to some extent, genetically, this is true, not to the extent in my head, but there was always, like, yeah, I guess black people, like, depending on how black you are or this, like, maybe you just have different attributes, like, different abilities... Right. People... Well, ...than this person or that person. And so that's all it was to me. I mean, Like, everyone versus, was comic book characters. You and me are very white. Versus a Norwegian person 
we have very different body structures. Structure, very like, different it, genetic it's not coding. the same thing. Right. And so it's like, but that's how I always saw it. Like, everyone yeah. just had different superpowers. And <laughs> it took me, a, especially since there were so many mixed families, which further yeah. confused it. There, it took me a while where I was like, I thought people were just born colors. Like, I thought it would be totally natural it, it, for two white people to have a black kid. Slot machine and you're just a color when you're born. Yeah. Right. And so somebody, people started getting more and more nervous because some of the friends I, some of the black friends I made that I, I became. didn't register that, by the way. What? Like, you were mentioning, like, you just thought people were born different colors. Yeah. It never occurred to me that somebody had different skin. I was just like. Man, you must be out in the sun a lot. Like, <laughs> I, I didn't know that people well, were I mean, different colors. The, the guy that was really black and the guy that was kind of brown were the same color every day, so I just assumed yeah. that's what color they were. You it, know, it never even <laughs> crossed my mind. I was just like, I was like, well, fucking people. Uh, yeah, no. For me, like, it was there just was like no difference for, in my brain. For me, it was just like that's just the, <laughs> that's just the color that Charles is because yeah, that's what he is. But you know, and speaking of him, like some of the. Some of the friends, especially some of the black friends that I had, and those were, like, a majority of my early best friends in elementary school. Um, some of them were, like, very ADD, very rowdy, very aggressive, which yeah. I thought was hilarious and it was great, because, like I said, scrawny kid. Guess who didn't fuck with the scrawny kid? Like, nobody right. fucked with me, because you know who I'm friends with? The crazy kid. Yeah. Yeah, you're not going to fuck with him. So, I went to school in a very small school, in elementary school. We had, like... 15, 20 kids per class at the most, usually like 10 to 15. Yeah. And it was mostly Hispanic kids. We had a lot of Venezuelan and Dominican kids. Yeah. So there were like two or three white and black kids, like total, like one black kid, two white kids, two black kids, one white kid. Um, everybody else was Hispanic, Venezuelan predominantly or Dominican. We had very, 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 very few white or black kids, um, despite it being a predominantly black community. And I'm surprised we don't, with all the missionary work and all the donations, I'm surprised we don't see more Haitians. Yeah. Yeah. It's I, really kind of weird, isn't it? And I never knew an Asian kid until high school. I see. I knew, I knew plenty. I, In I elementary never, school. I had never even seen an Asian person until high school. I actually almost got suspended the first time I saw an Asian person. <laughs> Shocking. <laughs> Because I was, all right, so, right. whether you're white or black, like, the eyes aren't really that different. You know, yeah. everyone's got different eyes, but, so, right. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, like, second, third grade, something like that, like, we're lining up to go out, and our teachers had aides, like, the sixth graders, because we had those, and right. they'd come down and eat the teachers. So, yeah. they had this one girl, and she was a perfectly sweet girl, I had nothing against yeah. her. Um, she came up, and I came face to face with her, and I saw the slanted eyes for the first time. Right, and because they're very different, to be clear. Busted out in laughter. I mean... Of course. I was just like, what the fuck? <laughs> the fuck is that? Like, dude, what is up with your eyes? Like, I thought it like was... Like seeing somebody that's high for the first time. I thought it was a medical problem. Like, I didn't know that that was a... That makes it so much better, let me tell I you. I didn't know it was an ethnic <laughs> trait, you know? Like, I thought, like... Like, were you bored with your eyes half shut? Do you have a fucking style? Right. Like, what's going on? And so, like, she, apparently she cried. I, I didn't see it. You didn't even know yet. I didn't even know. Later on, like, I got pulled in the principal's office and, like, you made this girl cry. And I'm like, why? Why? Yeah. And they're like, because you made fun of her eyes. I'm like, well, because they look fucking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Which makes it way better, by the way. 
I was like, why are her eyes they like that? They probably do at that point. Like, nobody's this honest. <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm always, to- I'm very honest. Yeah. <laughs> so they're just like, she's Asian. And I'm like, what the fuck is what an is Asian? What is that? <laughs> What's an Asian? Like, <laughs> yeah. What did you say to me? Like, yeah. I felt bad afterwards. They told me right, she cried. because you had no idea. And I was like, I'd like, I'll, I'll go apologize so, to her. Like, I just so funny never story. seen that. So funny story, the three cutest girls in my elementary school were cousins, and their names, like, they didn't rhyme, but they sounded similar. And I was the only person that could say their names correctly. So they all liked me, because I was the only white guy that could say their names correctly. (laughs) I can understand that. You know what I mean? It was just like, they were like, they were like, oh my god, you said our names right. And I'm like... Not that fucking hard. Dude, there were plenty of people that would not be friends with me. Because yeah. I'd be like, what's your name? And they'd say it. I'm like, so I say that again? Yeah. And then after the third try, I'm like, you know what? I'm just not going to talk to you're you because I cannot pronounce that. Yeah. You know, no, like, like, you're Jim now. And they weren't. <laughs> okay. And to be fair, not difficult names. I'm not going to say them, obviously. Yeah. But very not far off from American names. Just slightly more... Hispanic like a syllable or two. Yeah, yeah, a syllable off. Barely. <laughs> like barely. Um and people it was the the E that threw people off. Like the roll of the tongue sort of yeah, thing. Like yeah, yeah. people just could not say their names properly. I I usually not have a problem. And they told me and yeah. I'm like, Oh yeah, okay, this is your name. that's not fucking difficult to speak. Um, it was not like, you know, remember these 27 words together and that's my name. Yeah. It's like, no, just fucking, this is my name. And I, I had no issue. Um, although one of them and the, the one that's not even close to American, um, I went on a date with her after high school, like shortly after, uh, didn't go well at all. Like we had no interest in each other. We found out, um, but she had a very different name. And, like, we're still friends. Like, we still chat and stuff. She's got kids and we talk and stuff. Um, but her name is very different. Like, it's it's a name I've never heard anyone else have ever. Um, and I'm sure people do in Hispanic countries. I mean, I clearly already give everybody nicknames. I live by yeah. nicknames. So I love people who already have a weird name. Because it's like, you don't need one. Your yeah. name is special. You get to just have your name. Right. That's you. Yes. That's you. Like, but no, it, it was it was an interesting thing because people were like, everybody had like a normal name, but then, you know, it was like, most of the Hispanic kids were like, Kenny. And it's like, not Hispanic at all. We had the kind of in-between. Like we did. I, I mean, we had like, those. I remember there was a girl that I went to school with whose name was like, Gabriella. Yeah. That's kind of in-between, you know? Right. They added a syllable. Right, yeah, like a letter. Even it's you're just like, yeah, okay, I could see you. you could, that could be anybody. It could be anybody. Yeah, I mean, actually, I think I know some black girls named Gabriella. Like, yeah, yeah, it could be literally anybody. literally anybody. And it's just like it's not that big of a deal, but people make it such a big deal. And even in elementary school, people are like, "Oh, their name's hard to say." I'm like, "No, it's not. It's their fucking name, dude." Like for me, names were difficult because we had fucking. My name's Daniel. Like, that's my actual name. But there was already a seventh grader named Daniel. So that couldn't be my name. Well, that's why we had nicknames. Because I remember then, when I went through my had... sex ed class and it was right. like, 
Ryan, 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 David, 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 Dan, Dan. I was like the only yeah. brick, and that was weird. And I was like, fuck, I hate that. So, <laughs> yeah. and then we had, and then we had a Dan already. Yeah. So I was Danny. There's, growing al- up. there's always at least one other Dan. Yeah. No, I was Danny growing up. Yeah, it's really weird that everyone calls but you now, Danny because I'm so not you. Right. But like, now it's weird Dan because that's like, like a girl's name because of fucking Game of Thrones. Actually, the girl that called me earlier. Yeah, exactly. It was Danny. Yeah. Yeah. And fucking Game of Thrones, everybody named their fucking kids Daenerys. Daenerys or however the fuck they say it's their Daenerys name. Daenerys or something. Else. Yeah. Daenerys, that's it. Yeah. But they all call her Danny in the show. And now I'm like, God damn it, what? <laughs> I hear that and I'm like, what? What? And, and it's just like, Jesus Christ, like, names are fucking hard, man. Well, I, you know... And we, that's why I didn't want to name Titus after myself, because it's my kid, Titus. Um, and people are... Fucking people are like, oh... When people hear Titus from Final Fantasy X... That's what I think. Well, and that's where we got the spelling. Right. But the, the, the spoken name is Titus, like T-I-T-U-S. Right. Like the book of the Bible or the comedian. I don't like the comedian, so I didn't want to spell it that. I way. like the comedian, but I understand. He, he's fine. He's fine. I, I don't dislike him, but it's not like I don't want to think of that fucker every time I say Titus's name. That's fair. I would rather think of, well, it's not much better than whiny character <laughs> from Final Fantasy X. Um, but I like the spelling better. Yeah. And it's more unique. And that's actually how I got my dog's name, too. Because you're like, I'm going to name my character yeah. after a Final Fantasy X character. I'm like, I'm going to name my dog after a Final yeah. Fantasy X character. I, I like the spelling better. I like the D in there. Um, giggity. But I was just like, somebody was like, oh no, it's Titus. That's how they pronounce that. And I'm like, did you ever play the game? Yeah. Okay, well, they say his name, and that's not how they say that's it. That's not how they say it ever. I just replayed the whole thing. That's yeah, definitely that is not what they say. Definitely not how they pronounce that. <laughs> and they're like, but it's spelled that way. And I'm like, okay, motherfucker, you clearly never learned anything about English ever. <laughs> because it's not pronounced how it's spelled. Ever. That's how most of English is. Literally, why ever. Why are so angry at English all the time? Yeah. <laughs> that's why people are like, I don't understand your language because it's fucking stupid. Yes, I agree. No, it's I, fucking stupid. I yell at people in Maryland all the time because we have a town called uh, Bowie. Yeah, but it's spelled Bowie. like Bowie, like yeah. David Bowie, or a fucking Bowie knife. And they're like, "No, it's Bowie." And I'm like, "No, the it's fuck? Bowie. It's not." Like, I no, I'm leading that charge. We're stopping well, that. It's fucking Bowie. And like, like in Fort Wayne, there's Lima Road, spelled the goddamn same as Lima. So when I was, working, I always say Lima. Like, right, it's Lima. I was working at Lowe's, and somebody's like. Oh, hey, do you guys have this? And I'm like, no, but it's in stock at Lima Road. Like, the location there. And they're like, it's Lima Road. And I'm like, go fuck yourself over there in Lima <laughs> go Road. Go fuck yourself over there. <laughs> like, <laughs> Lima Road. <laughs> I just want... That needs to be a quote. I just want to start saying that to people at Overwatch. Like, go fuck yourself on Lima Road. <laughs> I was like, motherfucker, it's the same goddamn thing. You know what I meant, clearly. You just corrected me, motherfucker. Oh, my God. Like... No, if you know what I mean, you don't need to correct me. Yeah, no, yeah, well, no, no. I, I did that when I first started going to Kentucky. Yeah, because my friend lived in Bardstown, and of course that's right next to Louisville. And I'll be like, oh, yeah, I, I, I just got to Louisville. And they're like, it's Louisville. I'm like, what the fuck? Are you? That's Lewis. That's how you spell Lewis, <laughs> right? That's how you spell Bill. That's Louisville. Does everyone here not know English? I knew Kentucky didn't okay. have a great education. Louis C.K. and his victims would would have a discrepancy with you. <laughs> No, it's definitely Louis C.K. That's what I. That's what I've always said. I don't. Louis, Louis is the title Louis. of his fucking show. That's <laughs> okay. 
The title of his show is his name, motherfucker. No, it's, like, no, it's like a nickname. No. It's like Rob, and then you call him Robbie. You know, it's not his fucking name. It's Lewis. It's not Louie. He even spells it differently in his show. He doesn't spell it like he spells his name. Really? Yeah. Okay, I, I believe. I, I mean, I didn't know that. Uh, I, I'm no Louis C.K. C.K. Jesus Christ. I was actually a pretty big... Louis C.K. scholar. I was a pretty big fan of him for a while. I mean, I'm still a fan I, of him, but I, he's gotten kind of dry now that he had to deal with all the allegations and shit. That's like... It sucks, because everyone's there's like... There's a joke in there somewhere. Everyone's like, oh, he's like a sick, perverted guy. Yeah, every fucking that's, guy is a sick, perverted well, guy. Well, but not only that... That's literally why he's. That's why he's famous. That's like that is his job. That's what he jokes about. Ever heard a comedy sketch without something gross in it? I mean, true. And absolutely not a good one. Every comic, (laughs) every comic has some sort of fucked up past. Every good comic, dude. So many comics were like, "Yeah, I don't know. I was doing drugs and living out of my car, and was like." Fuck it, I'm going to get on stage and just you know start what? telling people shit. You Joey know? Diaz, <laughs> in my opinion, is the funniest fucking human alive. He fucking had a horrible drug problem. His mother was a drug addict and did horrible shit. Ran a brothel. Ran a, a, a book. Like a sports book. Had He had a fucked up life. Got fucking arrested. Spent time in prison for armed robbery and uh, kidnapping. And he's one of the funniest people alive. Fair enough. Yeah. Like, I mean, I mean, usually, I think he is the funniest person alive, but that's an opinion. I mean, well, part of the problem is if you're like a well-adjusted person, you don't have anything funny to say. No. No, if you've not had terrible shit happen to you, it's probably not funny. Yeah, well, and that's one of the reasons, like, I constantly feel like a boring person myself. Yeah. Like, I have a hard time talking to a lot of normal people because I don't know what the fuck to say. Like I don't the know shit what... we've talked about. Like, me getting my fucking nutsack scanned by a fucking person from my church very very minimal compared to the fucked up the shit that has, has happened to so many people yeah yeah but i mean just like so like i'll try to go meet people and like talk to people and i'm like i don't know what the fuck to say like i feel like a boring person i don't i just want to like read the news and have a well, cigar you definitely don't want to open with that <laughs> right but i don't know what to say and so people are like oh well you know tell me some interesting things about yourself well everything interesting about me is either Super terrible, which I think is hilarious, or super illegal, which I also think is hilarious. Yeah. So then people are like, oh, well, you're a goddamn psychopath. Please get away from me. And I'm like, well, this isn't helpful. Everybody expects you to be like, I work at this place, and I do this. <laughs> like, Well, it's like, be yourself. And I'm like, okay, well, people are, don't like me when I'm myself. And well, then like I wouldn't be I'm here. Not. Yeah, so, well, it's like, making friends isn't so hard. But, like, dating is fucking... Oh, I... I have to find, like, a very... I can't even imagine. I have to find, specifically, assholes, which explains a lot of my relationships. But I mean, like... I, feel like, I feel like context is needed there. Um... <laughs> yeah, no, I mean... I, I feel like you might be on the wrong app. <laughs> I, have a, I have a history of dating very aggressive women because... It's accurate. That's, I can confirm. Yeah. Because yeah, that's just what I, you know, I don't know, that's what I like. But just I've, don't say you're into assholes. I've, so, I've tried. I mean, even in the past couple of years, like I've tried dating less aggressive people because that's you know, fighting and drinking is what has led to a lot of problems in my relationships in the past. And so I'm like, let me try people that like maybe aren't alcoholics and maybe don't want to fight over everything. Yes. And um, yeah, I suppose the problem is then I realize how boring of a person I'm not 
because those people bore the absolute crap out of me. So it's like... I feel like... Okay, so you know? not not to play love line here, but I, I feel like you're looking for a relationship with a person and not necessarily somebody based on just their personality. Like, you want to connect with somebody. Right. It sounds more like you just need to meet more people and find one that you like more than the rest. Rather oh, than absolutely. find somebody specifically to date. It's not... Which is a... That seems insignificant. But no, getting to know somebody before you have any interest in dating them is a very big difference. Yeah, no, I, I absolutely agree. And that's really hard to do. No, I, I absolutely agree. And I've this was actually supposed to be my year of going out to different <laughs> conventions and shit before to meet COVID. new people with similar yeah. interests for exactly that reason. Because I agree. I understand. So, but... The my other only problem issue is with that. Even like even when I went to Magfest, my problem is I don't I love my friends. I don't need new friends. I don't Right. So the only reason I have to talk to anybody is like because I want to fuck you. Like I honestly don't want to be friends with anyone else because I don't need any other fucking friends. So <laughs> like, I I would say that you do need other friends though, because like the person that you want to be with, you want to be friends with. That's true. Like you that's true. Well, that's one of the reasons, like, having a connection with somebody yeah. is so important for me. But also, I would say that you don't necessarily need to look for somebody that's just into the shit that you're into. Yeah. Like, my wife and I, Ashley, like, we have not. When we got together, we had zero in common. Literally nothing. Yeah. Other than we went to the same school. And I, I have asked her several times. I've been like... Why the fuck were you interested in me? What is wrong with you? <laughs> like, I have nothing interesting that you have. Like, I'm not interested in anything that you're interested in. I am the antithesis of what you were raised to be interested in. I've definitely had, like, the And I think back that and, is it. I've had the back and forth. Like, I've had good luck, at least briefly, with people that have had similar interests as me, and vice versa. Well, and I'm but, not saying it doesn't but, work. Don't but, get me wrong. But it's what not I, impossible. What I have found over the, like, just thinking back on my relationships, uh, and, and looking at some of my friends' relationships currently, is that what I really need is someone I like arguing with. Because yeah. that's always what I hate the most. Every relationship for me breaks down because I fucking hate arguing with the other person. If I can find somebody that I can fight with, I think that's so, something that I can work with. Because, like, I hate... I can't be one of those people... I can't argue with someone that'll get, like, right at the height of an argument when we're trying to find a resolution to a problem. And they're like, I'm just going to walk away. I, I fucking... I can't so, stand that shit. And or I when people just get overly aggressive and attack you I personally, I don't I like that shit. I can't speak for anybody else, obviously. Yeah. But, like... My wife and I, we don't really argue about things. It's yeah. just like, this is how I feel, this is how I feel, and then we generally just meet somewhere in the middle. There's no argument. That's usually why, that's why I've been trying to go with it's less just aggressive like, people, because I don't like to like, fight at all I about I guess anything. you could call it arguing, but it's like, well, I want to do this, I want to do this. And typically it's, hey, what do you want to do? I don't know. And yeah. then, okay, well, what about this? And we agree. But occasionally... There's, I feel this way and I feel this way, and there's not a middle ground. And it typically comes down to, would I really care that much? And if I do, I'm going to make a big deal about it and be like, absolutely not. 
cannot be raised a vegetarian. You know what I mean? The problem with that is, is the fact that I date such aggressive women. We're like, putting your foot down on anything does not help. Okay. Like, so here's the thing, though, is you can be aggressive about the things that you're aggressive about. Yeah. And she can be aggressive about the things that she's aggressive about that you don't give a fat shit about. (laughs) You can be as fucking excited about this issue as you want to be. It makes literally zero difference to me. I don't give a shit. You can do whatever you want. I don't even want to know about it. She is obsessed with Korean dramas. <laughs> like, my wife is beyond obsessed with them, wants to go to Korea. We were, we were talking about yeah. that earlier, too, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it is her number one interest. It is the thing that she will tell somebody about when they ask about herself. I love to watch Korean dramas. I, I go out of my way, because I don't always know what to say to her, to, like, bring up Korean dramas, because I know she loves them. Yeah. And I'm like, please, tell me about them. I'm like, so sorry. I don't. I don't mind. I don't want to know. One of, one of my best friends you know is into it, so I've I've already heard plenty. You know, I've I mean? not heard a goddamn thing about it, and I don't want to know anything about it. I give zero shits about it. I will never listen to a thing she says about it, and I don't care. I am obsessed with stupid bullshit on the internet, just like she's obsessed with stupid bullshit in Korean dramas. I totally get that, and all I'm saying is. It's important to find somebody that you get along with and that you're attracted to. Other than that, it's important to have respect for each other's interests. Yeah. Regardless of what those interests are. And I feel like you're better off to have your own set of things that are important. Sure. Because if you're just going to argue over things all the time, you're always going to be... It's kind of like we were talking about, like you're always at like a 5 out of a 10. Yeah. You're always going to be a, at a 5 out of a 10 so that when you get in any little argument that's actually real, it goes immediately to a 9. Whereas, like, if you're both, like, into your own shit and it's never an issue, you're both at a 1, and if something big comes up, you're at a 5, and you can still compromise and make a rational decision rather than spite the person. Well, one of the problems, one of the big problems has been, like, because, like, especially with some of the more aggressive people that I've dated, <clears throat> like, I don't like to be aggressive. Like I said, when I get into fights, they end quickly. I don't like to fight. If I'm going to get into a conflict, it's gonna, I'm going to explode. Right. And then it's over. And then I'm done. Yeah. So when I'm in a relationship where there's a lot of fighting, a lot of tension and arguing, I don't go from a 5 to a 10. I go from a 5 to a 0 and go into a massive yeah, depression. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then that's, that's happened way too... So it's, for me, like, I understand everything that you're saying, and I agree. And... So for me lately, it's been like, I've been trying to find whatever is the part of the relationship that breaks down the most. And that's when I get to a difference that can't be worked out. So for me, it's who I can argue with. Not that I want to argue, so, but someone like, if you and me have a disagreement, can we work it out? Here's Do we thing. have a system we can work out? Here's because if thing. we can't, this is inevitably going to fail. Here's you know? the thing, though. It boils down to, do you care more about the person than the issue? So if you're more concerned with preserving your relationship with the person than the issue at hand, then that is where it works. Yeah. And that's like... No, I agree. The initial response is, well, but what if it's such a big deal that it doesn't matter? The per- If you are legitimately interested in spending your entire life with a person... There shouldn't be any issue that is bigger 
except your children yeah. because they obviously well and not even for everybody but for most people your children come before anything else of course and that makes sense right. but that's a whole separate argument but no like so you you've seen how one of my relationships have unfolded where like yeah. i was really into someone we moved and tried to start a life together <laughs> and she was like intimately she was into shit that i was it was just outside my ballpark and I liked her enough that I was like, you know what? I'm open to it. You can be a... Like, I'll try. And I found out, like, that's my limit. Like, I can't, you know, like... Well, and that's the thing is, like, there's going to be things where it's like, if she was into, like, fucking crystal reading and shit, I'd yeah. be like, well, there's the door. Fucking leave, please. <laughs> like, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying there's not, like, limits. Yeah. But that's the thing is, like, finding somebody where they're like, okay, well, you're... You're over here and I'm over here, but we're still in the same ballpark. That's a big difference from like, I'm over here reading tarot cards and your grandmother says hello. And I'm like, I will fucking punch you in the face. Like, I'm, I'm just saying like, yeah, no, my, the, the past there's, several there's years a happy has been, medium it, that's really hard to find. I've been going through this exploration of just trying my hardest to not repeat mistakes. I'm making plenty of new mistakes. And that's but how I'm, fucking life works. I'm just trying to be like, I already did this, alright? Like, I've dated, like, several alcoholics. I'm not dating another fucking alcoholic. Yeah, right. You know? You know what doesn't work. I know what doesn't work, you know? And that's important. Someone that, like, because people are like, why don't you go out? Because, you know, I always say, I don't know where to meet people besides, like, a bar. That's one of the reasons I wanted to go to a con. You don't really meet people there either, right. but I figured... It's something. And that's what Ashley's friend did for a long time. She would go to, like, Comic-Cons to meet people. Sure. Yeah. That's what I that's And that's what I not a do. bad idea. And so I, I've had people be like, well, why don't you go out to the club? I'll tell you why. I fucking hate the club. Yeah, I don't want to be there. And I don't want to date somebody you, that likes to get to the club. I want to, like, <laughs> I, yeah, I don't want to meet somebody that's going to want me to fucking go to the club all the time. Well, and I'm or a, that wants to be there all the time. I'm a nervous, jealous person. Like, I don't really want to date someone that wants to spend all their time at right. the club. Yeah. And I agree with you. And, you know, and I'm also into weird shit, too. So I don't go to, like, a dance club. I go to those, like, creepy goth clubs and I don't go to any clubs. I don't even want to go near a club. I want to go to the lake and fish. So I went to, there's a, I've only been to one real club, uh, other than, like, because there was a band there. Right. You know? Well, yeah, at that point, you're not going to a a club, you're going to a show. Right. Um, But I did let my friends convince me, hey, man, you really need to get out and meet people. Let's go to a club. And... I think I'm in, like, my early 20s at this point, so yeah. I'm like, fuck it, why not? Sure. And I'm like, well, if I'm going to go to a club, I'm going to go to a club that's at least going to play music that I can tolerate, and I don't want to hear any pop shit, I want to hear any modern shit, I don't care about that EDM bump, 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 for, I'm not doing any I of like that nonsense. EDM, but not I do too, I don't want to go to a club for it. No. Yeah. So, I was like, well, what about, like, goth clubs? Because I was still super into the goth shit at that point, I had the, you know, the trip pants and right, the hair and right. everything. And uh, so there's a place in Baltimore called Orpheus. And of course I, it is. Yes. And I was like, you know what? Fine. If we'll go to a goth club, I'll go to a club. And all my friends were goth kids anyway. So they were like, yeah, sounds good to us. Let's fucking go. So we go out there and both times, dude, yeah, they played a lot of music I wanted. I don't dance. No. And listening to music I liked didn't make me want to dance more. I don't sing. I don't dance. I don't sing happy birthday to people. I really hate singing Happy Birthday. I won't do it. I'll do it, but I, I won't. fucking hate it. I refuse to <laughs> sing under any circumstances. You know what? I think I'm going to adopt that. Um, <laughs> like, I don't fucking... I don't sing at my child's birthday. 
Like, under no circumstances do I sing. Never. Yeah, I don't like any of that shit. And so, uh, basically, I'm at a bar. Yeah. And so I was like, well, take away the dance floor and the obnoxious music so I can actually talk to somebody. Yeah. And that's just a bar. So I'm just going to go to a bar. So right. they're like, why don't you go to a club? Because the only reason I would go to a club to go to is a to go to a bar. So I'm just going to go to a bar. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, dude, I hate it. And people want me to go to the, like, upscale bars, too. Right. And what is that? They have a dance floor, and the music's so loud I can't talk. So it's a club. So it's a club. a club. Yeah. And it's like, no, well, I, just, I... I want a dive bar. And unfortunately, you don't meet a lot of people in their, yeah. like, mid to late 20s or 30s. Well... In a bar, think, you know. I think one of the bigger things with, like, meeting people is secondary interests. So it might be somebody that's like, this person is really into raising, you know, competition dogs. They do, like, speed trials with their dog. And they're really into that. But they also really love craft beer. So they go to a craft beer, you know, festival. They meet somebody at a craft beer fest that happens to be really into fucking craft beer, never had a dog in their life. Or maybe they're allergic to dogs. And now all of a sudden you've got a conversation with this person because, oh man, I love beer too. You know, they're drinking a beer at the convention or whatever. Um, or they get the same thing, you know, and they're like, oh, what'd you think of it? Or I liked it, you know. Oh man, I hate this one. I only drink sours or some, you know, just... A conversation starts. Yeah. I think there's a lot of that where people have, like, a secondary interest, but it's not actually their, like, deal. Yeah. Like, I'm very, very into video games, and, like, if somebody asks me, like, what do you do? I fish and I play, and I play video games. Whereas, like, if somebody asks my wife, hey, what do you like to do? I like to watch Korean dramas and, you know, be around kids. Like, that's her thing. Yeah. Like, she likes to, you know, be around kids, and basically she wants to be a daycare teacher even when she's not working or being paid for it. Like, she just, she genuinely likes to take care of kids. Mm -hmm. But if somebody's like, what's your entertainment thing? What do you like to do? Oh, I like to fucking watch Korean dramas. And that's it. Like, that's her fucking thing. And that's fine. Yeah, that's like me, because everyone's like, have you seen this new show? Dude, no. I'm rewatching Star Trek for the 18th time. Which Leave I'm still annoyed <laughs> that you haven't watched the Wu Tang show. I know, so it's been like a year now. Like it's just good. Like, you would like it. <laughs> I keep looking, like I keep looking at the preview, and I'll start to watch the intro, and I'm like, "This isn't Captain Picard." Like, <laughs> it's good though. Like that's the thing. I know, it's like I know. I understand. Like it's, it's hard for me to watch. Aside from Star Trek, it's hard for me to watch something that isn't a cartoon. See, for me, it's I, hard to watch something that is a cartoon. I hate live action everything. Everything. I can't stand I, it. I don't Saying have... this is, my sister is an actress, and I love her. I'm probably never going to watch most of what she does, but... I... I, <laughs> and no, you know what? I get it, though. I hate musicals. I oh, can't, I can't stand, stand them. I can't fucking stand them. I can't stand musicals. I can't fucking stand singing. I don't like it when people sing in any way. And, like, that's a big reason I don't listen to a lot of music. And a lot of the reason I prefer rap to a lot of regular music. I don't like singing. Yeah. I don't, 
I don't listen to a lot of like oh, I love, hip-hop. I like instrumentals in particular. And I and I don't like instrumentals. See, I love them. Because I, I don't need to worry about the singing. And that's the fucked up thing. I don't like singing, and I don't really care for instrumentals. So when people are like, oh, you don't like music? And I'm like, I have the most specific taste. <laughs> like, I, I'm telling you, I'm going to expand your taste. It's going to fucking happen, man. No, it's not. I'm, I'm good. It's gonna happen. I have too much of the shit I'm interested in to bother with the shit I'm not. Interested you are. In. You look. If there's anything I know about you, just from video games alone, you're stubborn as fuck. And I have, I have gotten you to turn around things. It just no, sometimes it, takes years. I'm open. It's gonna fucking happen. I am open to new <laughs> things. And like you know, I listen to the shit that you send me. Yep. But it's very, 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 very few and far between. Even if it's a genre I just discover that I like, like, I like a lot of EDM, a lot of mm-hmm. uh, dubstep, stuff yeah. like that. I will skip, like, 80% of the shit that comes up. Mm-hmm. And well, I like very specific stuff. I'll do the same thing, and I make very tailored playlists. Yeah. And But I also will spend an enormous amount of time looking up new music. zero time. Right. So I'm like, dude, I will find, I'm going to make a playlist that you fucking love. And, and here's the problem, it. is I don't have time to listen to the shit that I like. Like, I don't have time to listen to the podcast that I want to listen to. Because it's like, I need to dedicate four hours a day to stay caught up with the podcast that I like. I have, well, now I have more time. <laughs> but generally, I have less than two hours. Like, an hour and 45 a day. So, adding anything onto that is like, well, I'm not going to do it. Dude, look, I don't care if we're like 70. I'm still going to be sitting there like, dude, check out this playlist I'm broadcasting to your hearing aid. And I'll totally totally check it out. And I'll probably be like, I hated most of that. (laughs) I expect it from you. Like, Like, yeah, like, and I don't have any shame in that. I'm like, I send you a ton of bullshit I fully expect you to not be interested in, but I'm like, you might like it. Yeah, I, I, I try to click on it, but I'm like, it's a fishing video, let's give it a shot. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, and occasionally there's like a piece of it where it's like, oh, I like that piece of that thing. Yeah. And that's a big deal because like, oh, I want to find more like that piece. Absolutely. Like, yeah. I might send you a fishing video and you're like, I hated all of that except for the person. Yeah. And it's like, okay, well, there's a channel where they do stuff that's not fishing. Well, you know, so this is the one of the things I hate about most people, and it drives me fucking crazy, is people's inability to critique or be critiqued by anything. Yeah. And because of the kind of schooling that we went to, right. that's not a problem. Right. Like, like I, I can design a website and have somebody tell me I hate everything about this except for this thing, and I can be like, great. And you don't get upset. Your answer is like, cool. The fuck do you want? Like, (laughs) please tell me. Like, I'm just doing whatever. Like, give me more direction. I'm happy to change the whole fucking thing. Like, (laughs) right. Like, it's not that big of a deal. Like, it's not that hard to not take everything personally. Yeah. It's really just not that difficult. We'll see. So, to be objective, where I am, there's not a. I haven't met at least a lot of graphic designers. Like, yeah. there's some people out there. There's people that aren't really, but they took a class, or you know. There's. But there's a lot. There's a lot of range. But there's a lot of traditional artists. Yeah. Of of every fucking variety, we have thousands from, of them in every from category. Watercolor to spray paint. Fucking statues. I mean, there was a guy in Baltimore who made video game characters out of like wire. Like, yeah. he would just tie them together and just hang them in the street. Mm-hmm. Like, fucking all sorts of shit. And they have, most of them have no ability to handle criticism. Or critique well, at right. all. And it drives me insane. 
Because I'll give it to my friends, and a lot of them have this, like, the new liberal hippie shit where they're just like, everything's great. Like, I'm just so glad you're creating. You should keep creating because it looks great. And I'm like, fuck you, what's great about it? Like, tell me you hate something. Like, something. But how could it be better? Like, how could it be better? And then those same people, they'll be like, what do you think of my painting? I'm like... Honestly, I can't stand the colors. I don't know what you're I, doing with the I characters took a here. shit the other day, and Dude, I see the resemblance. The proportions are just fucking way off. Where is the light coming from? And they're just like, you have to be so mean. I'm like, I'm not being mean. I'm telling you how to do better. You like, don't have to be so bad. <laughs> <laughs> like, I realize, and I, for me, I'm also very opinionated, so I come off very aggressive in yeah. every opinion that I have. Like, so we, I worked with a very, very... Uh, what do you call it? Somebody that was really used to being told that their stuff was great all the time and everything was perfect. Oh, yeah. No, um, that's a like... diva. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, hey, you fucked this up. Like, I know you tried hard, but you spelled the name wrong. You got the theme wrong. And these are the wrong colors. Can you try again? And they're like, oh, my God. I can't believe you don't like it. I worked so hard on this. And I'm like... I just don't care. <laughs> I don't care. Like, you did it all wrong. You tried really hard, but wrong. You know what the worst part is? We actually, even though that critiquing was a heavy part of our schooling, like, to the degree where in most of our classes, the ones that really mattered, like, you would have to make something under heavy pressure and rush, yeah. and then show it to 30 people, and let them publicly shit on it. Yeah. Like, that's... That was the point. That was the point. And, like... Even in school, we had teachers that could not take criticism or give it. Yeah. I don't remember what his name was, but it was one of the first years we were there. And it was when, it was after both of us, when Butters was taking the class. And it was around the time we started doing Illustrator for the first time. It was one of those first classes. Yeah. And she does a piece, and she's like, so, you know, here it is. Here's what it's about. Here's what I did. Like, what do you think about it? He's like, this looks like something that should be on the side of a van. Okay. All right. Butters is, Butters is sitting here like half of my friends are tattoo artists and I live in Baltimore. Like that would be awesome. Is that bad or good? Like I right. don't like, <laughs> like I'm not really sure how to take this. Right. Like if somebody was like, I want to put your art on the side of a van. I'd be like, fuck yeah, dude. Like what kind of van? What kind of van? Like, <laughs> right. what are you doing with it? Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, I think, a lot of the time people say, oh, I love criticism. I don't really love criticism because a lot of it is uneducated. Yeah, I, don't, I, I like it um, when people are very specific about their criticism. If someone just comes up and goes, I don't really like it. Why? I don't know, the colors. What, too bright? Too like, dark? And I've had people... Contrast? Ta- what is it? I've had people tell me that they don't like the colors in a, in a design... When it's literally their branding colors. I don't like these colors. And I, had to I point, don't like them either. Why are you using yeah, them? I actually had to point that out to somebody recently where I was like, I'm sorry that you don't like the baby poop green that you used in this logo. <laughs> but that's actually your brand color. I can't change it because it it fits our brand guidelines. It has to be that That's color. the point of brand guidelines. Yes. Yeah. And they're like, well, I don't like it. And I'm like, I don't either. That's not the point. And people just, they don't understand. Hey, designers are different than artists. 
A designer is I've building been telling people that for years. That is meant to sell things. It yeah. is marketing. An artist is somebody that wants to make something pretty that they think is pretty, and nobody else's opinion makes a goddamn bit of difference. Yeah. But a designer, it can be fucking ugly. It could be white fucking text on a black background. I think a good way that to... that matches the brand. A good way to describe it to people is like, um, you know, if you have uh, a nice work of art, like you made a painting, like that's an artist. Now... If you wanted to make a business where you were taking those paintings and selling them online to people, and you wanted it to arrive in really neat packaging, that's what a designer does. The designer designs how that packaging is coming together. Yeah. yeah. Like, we help deliver the art. You, it, it puts that piece of artwork in front of you in a positive light. Yeah, and then when that they, artist they needs a website... They an ad that makes you want to buy it. Right, and then when that, you know, when that artist needs a website, yeah... Yeah. We designed one. We're going to use your artwork, your colors, what you want. Yeah. We'll figure out how to put it together. The menu at McDonald's was done by a designer, not an artist. Right. Exactly. So and people just don't get that. It, it's a for it's a lot of people. It's art, not beauty. For, well, I think it's also this shitty idea, this vague art. Like, everything's art. No, 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 it's fucking not. And it doesn't need to be. Because if everything was art, then it wouldn't be a fucking profession. Right. Like, <laughs> you have professionals for... And honestly, our... It took me until my 20s until I understood this. I never... No one ever told me what a professional was. And it really fucking pissed me off when I found out what a professional was. A professional is just someone who gets paid to do something. Yep. That's it. That's it. If you took a shit on a piece of paper and sold it to your buddy for five bucks and called it art, you're a you fucking are, professional artist. You are a professional paper shitter. Like, that is the dumbest goddamn standard for anything that I have ever yeah. seen. Like, well, I thought like, a professional was somebody that, like, worked for something, that trained in something, so like, that had knowledge about so something. So, like, somebody that goes from being like, a professional game designer, or just a game designer, to a professional uh, game critic. Yeah. Is somebody that goes from working on the creation of a video game to somebody that goes to being paid to write their opinion down of a video game. It doesn't matter. Like, I can go write a blog post... About my opinion on a video game. I am not a professional video game reviewer until I have been paid to do so. Yep. Directly for that reason. Yep. And that's a really stupid definition of professional. Yeah, it's a bad, that's a bad standard. I mean, at some point you have to say, like, it's kind of like the comedy store, like a paid regular versus somebody that let do a spot here and there. Yeah. Um, I, I get that you want some sort of delineation between... Somebody that just kind of works there and somebody that that's their livelihood. Um, but it's kind of shitty to be like, well, you're not a professional unless you get paid by somebody to do it. Because Dan Carlin is a fucking the most professional historian. And unofficially, he's not a historian. Like, he's by all accounts not a historian. But he's probably the best historian that's ever lived. So 
titles are meaningless. Titles, yeah, I don't know. I always thought titles meant more when I was younger, and as right. I get older, I'm just like, everyone's full of shit. Yeah. Well, and we, I think, I, I think I had this conversation with you, um, one of the girls I dated, actually, within, you know, recent past, um, was going to school to become a, uh, like a therapist or a psychologist, I think it was a therapist, right? Mm-hmm. And... One of the big arguments before us uh, was that I told her that wasn't a real job. <laughs> Accurate. It's not. I've been to many, and I understand they help some people. Um, lots of things help a lot of people in many different ways. Uh, a lot of times it's just people helping themselves, and they just needed fucking some placebo. They needed something other than a brick wall to talk at. Right, yeah. You know, some people choose drugs, whatever. But, <laughs> like... She argued with me on the point all the time, and I'm like, okay, like, what's your job? Like, your job is to, like, understand people's emotions, like, how their thought processes work, to try and, like, special, especially, like, behavioral therapy. And she's like, yeah. And I'm like, okay, so do we understand how the brain works yet? No. No. Do we know how synapses work? Do we understand where emotions come from? No, no idea. Okay. Well, then you can't, literally can't possibly have any fucking idea what you're talking about. Because your job we is just literally impossible. Your job is literally I make shit up for a living. Yeah. I mean, I understand. Like, don't don't get me wrong. I understand that there's like we've tested this, and what we're doing now is better than we were doing a few hundred years ago. Sure, it's progress, but it's not. It's not. That doesn't job. make it perfect. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm not going to a therapist. No. So on that note, I think we should wrap things up. Yeah. It's getting late. Um. But thank you guys for listening. We appreciate it. Um, the completely random bullshit <laughs> that we got into. Yeah. Um, but uh, we're going to have some more podcasts coming up here pretty quick. We're going to try to record a bunch while Zero is visiting and staying at our house. Yeah. Um, because it's always better when you do these in person. It is. And it's been a long time. I miss doing these in person. Yeah. Um, we may try to go and meet up with uh, Andrew and Angela. I don't think it's probably going to work out. Because scheduling, but yeah. we'll, we'll see. We'll, what we we'll try. Do. We'll see what happens. Um, but yeah, thank you guys for hanging out and listening. Um, we don't typically just do audio, but it's a lot easier when we're in person because we're right here, and we don't get a lot of viewers for the live show. Like it's not that big. Of a That's deal. true. Yeah. So um, we get a lot more downloads, and I appreciate you guys for that. Um, keep it up. Yeah, absolutely. It's always nice to know that there's, you know, somebody listening to us. Yeah, I, I expected, like, two people, not, like, two or three hundred people, like, as soon as we started doing it again. So, yeah, it's you very guys cool. Are absolutely wonderful. Um, but, yeah, we'll be back uh, soon. These episodes will probably be a week apart uh, because we're going we're gonna to try to make, you know, as much content as possible, but we don't want to throw up five podcasts in a day and be like, don't listen to anybody else. Yeah. Um, so we'll we'll try to throw up at least one a week, and maybe here and there we'll throw up two if there's something totally separate, um, which there probably will be. I've got a few ideas. Yeah, we'll see. But uh, you guys have a wonderful week, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Yeah, have a good one.